Okay, ladies and gentlemen, this week on Amazingly Terrible, we are watching Captain N, the Game Master, again. Season 1, Episode 4, Video Olympics, and then Season 1, Episode 5, Mega Trouble in Megaland. It's not a rerunicus. <laughs> mega, mega. Stopping recording. No, no, no. Let's start the. Let's start it over again. Okay. So hi, welcome to Amazingly Terrible. Right. I'm David. Hi. I've actually managed to make it for this episode. Hi, David. <laughs> hi, David. Hi, David. No, Are seriously, we did not introduce ourselves. Damned. Okay. Uh, I I am Adam. Uh, David's left hand. I'm Matt. David's <laughs> other left hand. And hey, everybody. I'm Derek. David and I like video games. In the realm of man, they call me Mike. All right, you are listening to Amazingly Terrible. It takes a village to raise a child, but only five guys to run a train on your childhood. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> redo, redo, redo. You know, I highlighted the one I wanted you to read. <laughs> oh, okay. There we no, go. No, 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 that one. No, that no, one. No, 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 genius. I, no, I could, I could do this one. I, I, I like this one. Level. Please do not do another fucking intro because that was awfully good. I, I, my breath was all off for it too. Like I, I actually didn't even like <laughs> nail it properly at the end. So. Uh, no, I like it. Run a train on your childhood, Jesus fucking Christ! <laughs> I don't even know if it's technically. How many guys make a train? I'm assuming more than two. Yeah. Well, three establishes a pattern. Yeah. And, and a train is a pattern. You have one locomotive and then, like, multiple cars that it's pulling. So. Well, you, you have to have a locomotive and you have to have a caboose. Yeah, and then you have yeah to have, so I think that, three. That lucky, yeah. lucky caboose. But, no, then you, then you have to have a food <laughs> car. Then you have to have a sleeper car. Mm-hmm. Gotta have you that could sleeper. Have a, <laughs> you could have a train and with then a, you gotta have a the, locomotive uh, and a caboose and then, like, the middle car. I don't even think they really have cabooses anymore. Sorry to say it, guys. They don't. We Ooh. were on the train oh, uh, no. last month, and there's no caboose. Caboose is the an ca- affectation. The cabooses yeah. were mostly um, for crew rest, um, and they would sometimes have U.S. Marshals um, in the caboose in case the train got ra- robbed. So um, with train robberies, you know, in decline. Oh, and, um, and employee amenities in Red decline. Dead Redemption. I mean, isn't train robbery, isn't it at an all-time low? How many train robberies? I think so. <laughs> I would say that the uh, the anti-train robbery uh, laws have definitely had mm. a good effect. Um, yeah. It, I feel like it's an untapped market. <laughs> Plus, like, the whole, well, industry, you see that? whole industry just died when uh, all the uh, oh, <laughs> train robbers unionized. Ocean's yeah. 15. Didn't you see the... Uh, Ocean's 15. There, there was a... Um, train. <laughs> There was an episode of Family Guy where Peter wanted money, so they went to he went to rob a train, and um, they didn't have any money on the train, and he ended up having to pay for tickets. Well, he robbed an Amtrak. Yeah, yeah. He, yeah, he went do onto like a passenger train and right. tried to rob it. And well, wasn't that wasn't that the type of trains that used to get robbed all the time? Were passenger trains because rich people yeah. rode the train? Mm-hmm. Because no. they go through and they well, steal. Well, they used to be mixed. The they used to be mixed yeah, use. So. Exactly. Well, listen well, up, yeah. listen up, uh, children. 
back in the <laughs> old days, there there used to be money exchanged between banks in hard currency. And the way that those banks, uh, you would wire money is that the banks would put the money onto trains and then ship the money from one bank to another. Yeah. So, yeah, you have you have to think of it like uh, putting your Doge coin into the cloud. Yeah. It was like but then the cloud you specifically took somewhere with you. So, so Mike, as somebody who's at least a little bit more educated than these jamokes on this, is this why back in the day, like ten thousand, one hundred thousand dollar notes were a thing, so that a bank could be like, I own the Eastern Bank of Maryland or whatever, and Matt owns the like the Brooklyn bank and I want to send a large scale amount of money over to the Brooklyn bank. I can then do it in 10, $10,000 notes. And, and they, yeah, they weren't notes. in uh, public circulation, but they had large notes that could be uh, used to exchange. Okay. And they sometimes would use gold as well. They would have a small amount oh, okay. of gold um, in their reserve that would function as interbank transfers. Mm. Well, yeah, the whole point yeah. of the, uh, westerns is that they're they're mining the gold out there in the frontier and they right. have to ship it back to the smelters and then mm-hmm. they send the hard currency and they send the paper currency in return the paper currency yeah. well i'm mike do you know if uh bear bonds are still a thing if those are still in circulation because i mean essentially it was just a bear bond you know that's a good question i don't know um they're they're endangered but they're reintroducing the wolf bonds the wolf bonds okay that's good. So yeah. what, what you're saying is if I buy a horse and I run a train down, <laughs> the uh, the possibility of me finding a $100,000 banker's note on it is slim to none. You would have to rob the uh, internet train. You'd have to get it, you'd have to squeeze into an ethernet line. Mm-hmm. So I've got I've got to essentially become Tron, get a digital horse. Yes. And then, and then you could rob chase away down the fuck faces that are hoarding the 3090 TIs. It's just a series of tubes. The internet is not something that you just dump something on. It's not a big truck. It's, it's a series of tubes. Yeah. yeah. Pneumatic yeah. tubes. Like, yeah. It's really really small tubes. Which is a great segue into Captain and the Game Master. <gasps> Ooh. Nice. So I was not here for the original Captain N. Me neither. And so I have a couple questions on how this episode was presented. Okay, good. Because I did no, I did no repeat research. I I just did the episode. So, <laughs> yeah. Um, ask away. Let's see if we know the answers. Yeah, let's see if we remember from last time. Like, so at the end of this episode, they have to go into like essentially a Mega Man video game, a mm-hmm. Kid Icarus video game, or whatever. Was every episode set up basically? And that Captain N and the and the crew would have to go into a video game world, whether it was Mega World or Castlevania or yes. Baseball World or whatever, and then he would use his prowess as the Nintendo Power Player, the nerd, to solve the problem. Uh, basically, yes. Also, he has okay. Yes, so every episode also has a video game that they were promoting. Mm-hmm. Okay, that that was. And yeah. all of the, the video game locations actually made up all of the different realms of video games. And of the, the, princess, yeah. the princess is actually the princess of the video game realm. She ruled over all of them. Yeah. No, I did, I did a bunch of work, research on it. And I was just, I was curious. That was actually, honestly, my, my one, like, formatting question was, did every episode end with Captain N and them going in, into that game, so to speak, and then 
him solving the problem because he knew how to beat it. Basically, yeah. What was your question, Mike? Who came up with the locations? Like, I, I mean, yes, Ca- Castlevania and Mega Man were uh, popular, but there's like no Mario Brothers. Oh, Metroid was popular. Kid Icarus was kind of, but it, it just, this seems like the, if there was a Netflix adaptation of Nintendo, <laughs> this would have been the Netflix adaptation, and these people were far ahead of their time. Uh, I think that it's series three. So, like, season three, they essentially cut this show in half, and yeah. they would play one episode of Captain Inn and one episode of, I think it's either um, the original Legend of Zelda or the Super Mario, and then eventually they made that into the Super Mario Brothers show. <gasps> That's where I remember seeing it. Ah. So this is not a double-length episode compared to last time. This is a quadruple-length episode. Mm-hmm. Compared to last time, yeah. yeah. Really? So, yeah, because we got the full 30 minutes. This is another one of those shows that that changes halfway through, and it's like two different, completely different shows in one that I was thinking yep. of back when we were watching Heathcliff. Well, well that was season yep. three. Yeah, because it got renewed, but it wasn't popular and they knew that uh nintendo that uh super mario and zelda were very popular i don't know why this isn't popular i mean look at uh look at brain i mean they always say that you know like i i think she's she's sexy for her brain i I swear to god i thought you were gonna say princess lana no 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 the the uh uh what's the bad the mother brain mother brain Mother, mother brain yeah She's, you know, Metroid. she's got a good personality. Yeah. I feel like Mother Brain and the voice actress that they used for that character actor, are not the same actor. gender. Uh, yeah, yeah, he's right. uh, he's a famous singer. I forget the band that he's in. He, yeah. um, I think we determined it sounds like, uh, oh, from Little Shop of Horrors. Audrey. Audrey. Yeah. yeah. Audrey. 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 Well, it, it's kind of <laughs> like um, in um, Dragon Ball Z how Frieza, um, no one could quite figure out the gender of Frieza. And nowadays, I think it's wokest just to say they, because... Um, oh, it's, it's wokest. Is that woke? Wo- yeah. Wokest. Not yeah, just woke, wokest. it's wokest. Mm-hmm. Um, um, I, hear the wokest I hear the wokest only come out every 17 years. Mostly. Yeah. yeah. Those are cicadas. <laughs> Mostly at night. <laughs> Mostly. All right, moving on. So, so one of the other things that the two of you should have noticed if you were watching this was that the video game characters that were in this did not really line up with how they were actually characterized in the video game itself. Yes. That's for Truicus. Oh my god. Holy fuck do I have opinions about that. Yes. So So the show was made by Yeah, the show was made by people who had never played video games and didn't know (laughs) any of the properties. And they it was designed out of the plot of another show and the two like the styles didn't always completely match yeah there were some sort of uh, legal issues with like directly marketing video games as a cartoon and they tried to separate themselves from that they were trying to essentially circumvent some fcc rules related to marketing to kids so but of course you could do you know cartoons that have toys that's totally legal well this is the end of the 80s where the laws are about to change yes where they got the wokest they they were anticipating essentially they were anticipating democrats taking power 
uh, with Bill Clinton <laughs> taking over office, and they were actually holding off. They were trying to err on the side of caution with the idea that the FCC was going to have tighter regulations. And then by the time the third season rolled around, they realized not that much was going to change. So Nobody that's cares. They added a Game Boy to it, and they actually called it Game Boy. And yep. they basically were just started marketing to the kids. So It was just they a know. floating giant Game Boy. It was the size of a human. Yeah, yeah well, exactly. It's just a Carmen episode all over again. Okay, <laughs> let's get into it. <laughs> realized like in the opening intro that they painted that spot on the dog's <laughs> eye that oh, was incredibly yes. fake looking it was like Mike a golden we- retriever that they painted a spot on <laughs> mike we I'm literally pretty, spent pretty sure. 30 minutes last no. episode talking yeah. about nothing oh, okay. like that I, we talked no, about it so long yeah we even looked up like dog makeup it's just, trying to figure out how they would have done it it's yeah. just very very clear why we're friends ludicrous it's absolutely ludicrous there's an entire page in the end credits about the live action sequence including the name of the dog that plays the dog in the in the, in the show yeah <laughs> nice, nice i can see why they would need that much time. like they spent like they actually did a close-up of him ripping something off the wall like and i guess he yeah. had the a death grip on that shelf for some reason he really didn't want to go into a video game yeah unlike everybody else in that time frame who would have jumped into that tv head first I, I had no idea that that spot was painted on that poor gold retriever. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I just said it right now. I went back and looked at it. There's not a single dog breed on the planet that looks like that. Yeah. It's like a labrad. It's like a Labrador retriever. Okay, we're going down the same jag. So let's yeah, I know they, yeah. they probably um, they had that dog in mind in the cartoon already, so they had to make it fit in the intro. Okay, right. Yeah. So moving on, is anyone extremely? Uh, uh, what's the word? Um, creeped Horny. out by uh, King Hippo's nipples? <laughs> yeah, yes. yeah. We did what? thirty minutes on those. Last yeah, that, that was another conversation. Yeah. <laughs> okay, all right. His, Carry his, on, blue, guys. his blueberry pancake okay. nipples. Yes, yes. Okay, they're so horrible. Our, our at, friendship. At, our, at, our they're fr- droopy. Yes, at, Adam. Once again, what was the thing I wanted you to say? <laughs> uh, we never learn our lesson. No. This is the podcast that doesn't learn its lesson. Yeah. No, okay. I think what we actually have is our friendship pact has been renewed. That's true. Yeah, yeah. The thing about King Hippo that I don't think we really talked about last time was the butthole on his chin. That was bothering the shit out of me right this time. Well, he's also on his bigger. stomach too. He seemed yeah. bigger this time. He seemed to be like a slightly larger model. And he time. really skips leg day. Uh, <laughs> le- his legs are like an inch tall. So we we begin the first episode, Video Olympics, on uh, in Metroid Land. Yeah. And, and Mother Brain is demanding more power, and she's torturing her underlings. Uh, and she turns and asks her Metroid Mirror uh, how she be- could become the most powerful in all the realms. Like, just typical Mother Brain stuff. Yeah, I yeah. love a woman in power. <laughs> yeah, this is like instantly um, high, like higher budget than the episode we saw before. Yes. No, I, w- I was going to say the same thing. This seemed to be much better designed, framed, animated even than the one that we watched. The the cell paintings are beautiful. Like the backgrounds and the setting and the locations are beautiful. I wish we actually we spent more time looking at them. Yeah. Well, 
One thing I really liked about this uh, particular episode was actually the voice actress that played the mirror. Like, as soon as I heard the mirror, I was like, this is a fucking professional. This is an actual, like, honest-to-goodness voice actress. I would like to hear more of her. So <laughs> She appears, she's like, she has literally, like, two lines. Yeah, that's it. Yep. Yeah. Uh, anyway, the, the mirror tells Mother Brain about the three sacred treasures that are found on Mount Icarus. And they're basically just different colored boxes. Uh, they look like treasure chests. Did anybody right. play Kid Icarus and know anything about like the actual something in the game? I yes. remember the uh, eggplants. That's it. Uh, Eggplant wizard. Yeah. I played. I played it on Game Boy when I was a little kid because I didn't have a Nintendo, and there yeah. was there was there were sacred treasures that looked exactly like that. Like okay, um, basically, Kid Icarus felt a lot like an early, like Zelda in terms of the like a, what you were doing. Like a flying Zelda, basically. Yeah, yeah, Zelda that scrolled up. I played Kid Icarus on Matt's Game Boy, so. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Those were the days. I remember, we've been friends a long time. Uh, anyway, uh, next scene, we're in the palace, and uh, the captain in and his, and his team... Uh, they're playing video games inside a video game. They're they're video septing. It's yeah. the simulation Jeez. within a simulation. Yes. Yep. Jesus. Yep. What, I, yeah, I was watching like what sort of meta hole are they falling down with this? And he's like super excited <laughs> yeah. about it. He's like a life size Donkey Kong simulator. Uh, like, but everything yeah. is a life size video game. Yeah, this is this is his subconscious trying yeah. to save him. Trying yeah. to wake him up, th- saying this world is not real. You need to get <laughs> yeah. out. Yeah, just trying to break him away from the uh, from the void nonsense. Yes. You'll you'll die as soon as your parents realize what's going on and go upstairs and unplug the and unplug uh, Nintendo. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> they realize you're missing. Um. Anyway, uh, Mother Brain calls on the video phone and instantaneously proposes that they have a video Olympics. And if Captain In Team wins, there will be peace. And if they lose, Mother Brain will become princess of Video Land. Uh, and Captain In stupidly says, "Well, we have to give her the benefit of the doubt." Like, fucking, why would you do that? Yeah. <laughs> is is Mother Brain the main villain in this show? Like, is it yes, yeah. yeah. Okay. And she's essentially just all the round horrible. Yeah, she summons all the other villains and, you know, deploys them. She's the final boss. Yeah. At any rate, they decide to go along with it because they figure that they figure it's a trap, but this is the way they'll figure out what the trap is. Classic, like, just get on with the plot. The the GM is giving you a hook logic. Yeah. 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 Uh, anyway, the Video Olympics are tomorrow, and we get basically pointless twin tra- training montages of the teams. Uh, and when the first is we get Captain In's team, and they're all dressed in like '80s workout gear, and yep. this is the first of Princess Lana's uh, questionable outfits yeah. in, in terms of where our interests should be. Are we talking about I... the uh, jogging? See, yeah, and the yeah, jogging well, shorts. Yeah, just just her outfit in general. But I feel like this was actually this episode actually showed a much more sexualization of the characters than the previous episode we saw. It's true. And this whole montage kind of like set it off because you have Simon Belmont accidentally tying himself into a hog tie position with his whip. 
Mm-hmm. Uh, princess, the princess is wearing short shorts and a crop top and running around and like bouncing up and down. <laughs> yeah, um, and, and and if you stop during the jogging scene when uh, when the minor characters are like but, hiding, yeah, just look at the princess's butt crack in that scene. <laughs> oh, is it, is it just very well defined? Is it as well defined as the Carmen San Diego? Uh, I'm just going to be like, like him, officer, him. <laughs> yeah. He's the one. Well, and, and then they also have um, Kid Icarus get stuck in the target, and they do a close-up of his ass as he's twerking, trying to get out of the target. Mm-hmm. And my favorite is Mega Man walking up and saying, What am I supposed to do with all these balls? <laughs> uh, oh, any, but it's... This whole scene is basically two minutes of episode filler. Yeah, we we really yes. learn nothing, and it's boring. And then we move on to the baddies team, and once again we get the star of the show, Eggplant Wizard. Yep. Oh yeah. Uh, this is the. And gym. I, I had a question about this. Mm-hmm. I, I want to get you guys' philosophy on this. If Eggplant Wizard is eating the vegetables that he summons, <laughs> does that make him a cannibal? Um. I mean, he involuntarily generates them when they is scared. So, like, I have to imagine they are like eggs. They are like his children. So yeah. I think it's even worse than cannibalism. Well, it starts with him jump roping with, like, a french fry, right? Yes. yes. And then he puts ketchup on it, eats it, and then immediately summons another french fry. Yeah. Yes. Which is a pretty good power. Yeah, right. As I'm oh, eating french, french fries. fries. Yeah. <laughs> this, this scene is slightly less of filler, but randomly we get to see Dracula, who's perform, who's idiotic. Mm-hmm. Um, because we learn, but in this scene, what we do learn is that Mother Brand demands that they practice cheating and not train, that they're going to cheat in all these events. Just like, yeah. duh. And all the background signage in this scene is just a letter salad. It's super weird. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah it it totally crazy. is. It, it it it's like <laughs> half of a word or three quarters of a word. Yeah, I think they're trying to yeah. say like big match, but they yeah. like don't have the letters in the right order for match. Big yeah, match. Yeah, looks like yeah. Yeah, yeah. isn't isn't something like was isn't one of them isn't there like a pun on one of their names in the background? Egg like lizard or something. Anyway. Uh, it's all kid licorice. That thing that gets was it. kid licorice. Yeah, kid licorice. Yeah, that was the one. Yeah. I know we uh, blew well, past this scene, but I found it kind of funny when uh, Glass Joe was shadow boxing himself, and his shadow knocks him out. In the, yeah, uh, that was pretty good. Punch oh, yeah. out gym scene. <laughs> I, I was watching that and I chuckled. Overall, this show is like very well animated. It's it's very attractive. Yeah. And there's there's like a, a few pretty good background jokes associated with mm-hmm. it too, but well, that's one of the things about cell animation is you were able to put in a lot of detail depending on you know how much you wanted to animate like the foreground and background. Hmm. I feel like um I feel like the the bad guys actually had a, quite a bit more talent on their side than the good guys did essentially at this point in time. I feel like like they didn't even really need to talk about cheating based off of their specific abilities. So. Uh, yeah, but they're all incompetent. Like, they're all idiots. So yeah. kind of balances out. Um, anyway, uh, the cheating uh, leads to Eggplant Wizard and King Hippo fighting. Uh, but, again, mostly this is more filler. Yeah. There were a couple parts in here, though, that, uh, just as far as, like, the animation style you were talking about. Did anybody else find it a bit strange that they, they tended to cut away from the action very quickly? 
Like they, yeah, they um, made a they made a joke and they wouldn't let the joke land before they cut to the next thing. I'd say overall, there's a timing problem in both of the episodes. Well, and and the other funny thing I thought was when Eggplant Wizard got squished. Eggplant cum just sort of shot everywhere, <laughs> covered <Yes>. everybody. <laughs> that it happens multiple times. Yeah, in in this show, there's a point where it it like it hits Mega Brain, and Mega Brain is just yeah. like he basically spooges on her washed. on her yeah. on her glass case. Well, that we'll we'll get to that later on. But in yeah. that scene, he he spooges on her and then starts licking it off. <laughs> Which again <laughs> goes to like the weird again. sexuality of the yeah. show. Egg- yeah. Eggplant Wizard is a standout star. Dude's kinky <laughs> as fuck. So I just got to the scene in the episode where they're running and they hide behind the wall. Dude, her shorts are halfway down her ass. Okay. Yeah, I uh, told you. <laughs> <laughs> What's the uh, time on that? <laughs> You'll find it. Uh, Need right. the for, for our listeners. Yeah, yeah, for our listeners. <laughs> for our listeners right. <laughs> uh, nice. So we're we're back on a montage scene for the. Um, are, do we call them the All Stars? What do they call them? The the, the, the Captain N team. They just call them the, the Captain N team. Yeah. The team. So yeah. we go back and we get a true video montage, and it's fine. Um, well, no, it's it's a video montage, but they're all being led through their training by what a fifteen-year-old twerp that lettered in swimming. I mean, but look at the rest out. of them. Like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like he I, he is the best candidate. He has at least done a sport. Yeah, who should be the leader? The dog. <laughs> yeah. 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 <laughs> and that that is one thing that I I did like about the end of of this particular training montage is that Kevin Keen. Instead of like high fiving anybody or hugging the princess, he ben- bends down and hugs the dog. Mm-hmm. Well, it's his dog. It's his dog, but I, but I feel like they were trying to like capture the essence of the training montage in was it Rocky Two, where he and Apollo Creed are are running on the beach, and he winds up um, like it ends with uh, Apollo Creed and him hugging Rocky and Apollo Creed hugging and like jumping up and down on the surf. And like running around, just trying to like show the bond between two best friends, essentially. And in this, they were trying to show the like the best friend bond between the dog and the kid. Um, maybe. I mean, they're definitely they're wearing Rocky's workout outfits for sure. Mm. Oh, easy. you know what's yeah. a good part of any training montage? Salmonella. <laughs> when you drink a whole bunch of raw eggs and you get salmonella and you're throwing up for for days and have to go to the hospital to rehydrate you and they hook you up to well, an IV. Did someone it, try to it be, helps you, Did someone try to be Rocky? <laughs> it's was, uh it's uh it helps you cut weight. Yeah. Yeah, oh yeah. Well, it helps you, I'm, helps I'm you always one weight. stomach uh stomach virus away from, you know, my target weight. But yeah, at uh, nine fifty six in the episode, he does he does the Rocky um, raw egg uh, scene. Well, oh yeah, the important part is, is like he, a dozen eggs. Yeah, he drinks like a dozen eggs. Yeah, <laughs> it's a dozen chances of a salmonella. Uh, the next day, uh, we get a series of predictable sports matches based in Kick Icarus Land. Uh, yes, yeah, so we go to the Video Olympics, the copyright infringing Video Olympics. Right. <laughs> um, yeah, the first event, uh, Kid Icarus and Kevin lose in a tag team wrestling match to Donkey Kong and Eggplant Wizard. 
And uh, we see Eggplant Wizard pull out the best move of all time, which is just to bury his opponent in vegetables. Yeah. <laughs> Calls him a shrimp, and every shrimp needs a shrimp salad. Delicious. I feel like I feel like that's kind of like a, a metaphor for adulthood, you know? <laughs> like um like being buried underneath a series of vegetables to make salad. Crushing all you debt. really want is what? all wow. you really kind want is cereal and Doritos. Yeah. Buried buried in crushing debt, yeah. All you want to do is eat like a kid again and in the meantime you have to eat healthy. You eat kids? Hey Adam, just put down the avocado toast and you'll be able to afford anything you ever want. I don't eat avocado toast. I fed my daughter avocado toast last weekend, and she loved it. Well, good news. She'll never be able to afford a house. (laughs) (laughs) Well, we knew that. Start them young. Did she become basic? No, she loved it. Uh, Excuse me, sir. I adore avocado toast. Am I basic? Yeah, you're a little bit of you're pitch. a little bit of sitting actually. <laughs> I, I plead to plead the fifth. <laughs> Your pH is more about a four. <laughs> That's acidic. Mm. Um, in the next event, Mega Man loses to Doctor Wily in some sort which of which is bullshit. Some sort of electrified ladder climbing contest. All the experiences Mega Man has, and he did not see the skull with the helicopter blades coming out of the top of his head. Well, the important part of this isn't this isn't actually Mega Man. This is a cheap facsimile of Mega Man. Yeah, so it's the Netflix. We we know that the Mega real Man. Mega Man would never fall for it. But I I did love the um, the dead eyed uh, conversation between Kevin Keen and the princess of Oh no. Mega Man got disintegrated. Yeah, he gets disintegrated. He, like, falls and essentially blows into a million particles. And they're like, Oh, no! Prometheus! Um, he does, however, quickly reform one second later. Yeah, he's got, like, at and least it, ten lives. Well, they, they seem super disappointed by that, so... Um, the dog this, agrees. He goes, woof, 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 woof. <laughs> Simultaneous to this, King Hippo steals the first treasure from a sunken chamber, um, and it's fairly easy to find, and he's kind of pursued by some bats that comically annoy him. Sexy bats. Yes. Okay. Because didn't they, didn't they have, like, uh, lady figures with boobs, basically? Gotta admit I didn't look that close, but do tell me more. Yeah. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm pretty sure they were supposed to be, like, uh, were they herpes? Oh, like Jesus. harpies. They're supposed to be like they were supposed to be like harpies. I think I like to. They really just look like herpes. When you called them herpes, the, the call flying, them herpes. flying herpes. <laughs> yeah, I thought that was pretty oh, dark. God. That's that's a little bit batty. Um, nice, Mike. I'll give you that one. That was I, good. I, I'm I'm not on my pun a game um, because video games are really hard to pun to. <laughs> right. Right. I'm sure you'll uh, you pull out a couple of good words worth for us. Well, after this Mega Man event, they do this non sequitur cut to the to the mother brain in a jar, Bukaki. That, yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Which would, would have made more that. sense back in the uh, training scene in the gym. Yeah. I I mean, again, I think they just like they needed to uh, they needed to extend a scene a little bit. I, yeah. The whole feeling I got from overall from both of these episodes is it felt very like, well, we got to pad this time. We got to pad this out. Which was still kind of funny because they, as I was saying before, they, they seemed to cut away from the joke too soon. Like if they actually yeah. like lingered 
on the end of the joke and sort of let it land for a, a few seconds, that would have given him an extra time throughout the episode. It's weird. I, I again, like I, they they cut oddly. They they if they've timed their whole episode oddly. Overall, like travel is not an issue for these characters. Like they can in, pretty much instantaneously get anywhere through warp zones or floating mm-hmm. islands or yeah. like space yeah. is not a problem for them. They have video phones. Like they have no shortage of to uh, get themselves into any space. Well, they're they're constantly using warp zones and like. Yeah. various MacGuffins to get from one location to the next. So, yeah, I just thought it was weird that this uh, this arena is not a location itself. It's a vehicle that moves to locations. That was just lazy animators. They didn't want to draw people walking. So that brings up a good point, though, that you know this whole stadium is floating around from place to place, and they're in essentially in a video game, and yet the princess is a little nervous about jumping into these floating waterfalls. Well, she's scared of the sharks. Yeah. Well, then she should have said that she's afraid of the sharks instead of these floating waterfalls that look actually quite pretty. <laughs> um, once again, she is dressed kind of provocatively again. Eh, I've seen... Well, at, least she's, at least she's wearing a one-piece. Yeah, she like does have a one-piece. I, I did feel that that was a bit 80s appropriate. Yeah. But yes, compared to everybody else in the competition who's wearing like these sweats or a variant of it, here she comes out in a one-piece bathing suit. I, I think that the dog did a wonderful dive. It was yes. well above seven. But but unlike the baseball episode that we watched previously, dogs cannot compete in the Video Olympics. Yes. <laughs> they explicitly <laughs> mentioned that. Um, yep. yep. And they also can't go to heaven. Oh, Mike! Oh, oh! It's fighting words. <laughs> Previously, in the in the uh, baseball episode, dogs could compete, but girls couldn't. But girls could not. Yeah. Yes, exactly. Mm. I think that is the rules of baseball. There's no crying in baseball. I believe that was the rules of the '80s. Like nobody cares about women's sports. There's no rule that says a dog can't play baseball. <laughs> unless he's but a girl right. yeah but there's unless a it's a girl dog girls aren't allowed uh which it probably was airbud was probably female i i did like the the line delivery from uh belmont in this though when the uh, princess got a good score of her dive belmont mm-hmm. and he he said this twice hooray wonderful splendid it was like a very bizarre line delivery and yeah. just line in general for somebody to be like cheering on somebody else and his voice was so prominent it kind of like rose to the top and it totally took me out of the episode <laughs> <laughs> that that was your immersion breaking event yeah that's when it broke for adam that's it that's when it broke for me at the same time eggplant wizard steals treasure number two by diving into the waterfall pool and uh getting help from a kraken and then leaving yeah, apparently the whole point of these Olympic video Olympics is to travel to the places where the treasures are. Yes. So that they can steal them. But they don't explicitly say that. I don't understand why they have yeah, more than yeah. three events. Then They only need to do three events. But instead, they do several no, they more do different eight. events in a quick montage, culminating. Yeah. It all comes down to pod racing. Yep. And so, can I yeah. can I point out that this this show when when was when was this show aired? Did we look that up? Ninety. This season one, five, five ninety four, right? Well, this is season oh, this one. Was, 94? 
Wow, this was in the nineties. I figured this it, was no, late was no. I, maybe I'm maybe I'm misremembering it. Uh, oh, wait, that, no, that might have been right. season three. It was well, 89, 89 through ninety one. Yeah, 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 Super Mario okay. Brothers yeah, came out bit. in nineteen eighty six, so it couldn't have been um, anything yeah. before the mid eighties. But yeah, this was this was when we were almost in high school. This was like Jesus Christ. I was in kindergarten. Well, <laughs> <laughs> the, the adults in the room. Um, I don't think we were in high school in 94. No, 94, no. we were junior high. But, I mean. 94, we were in. We were freshmen. 14, yeah. That that would be. Yeah. So, any, anyways, two thoughts. One, this would not be a late 80s, early 90s entertainment media without some sort of skiing scene. Mm-hmm. Like that was the heyday. <laughs> That's, true. That's like, a good point. Yeah. Better yeah. off dead. Uh, what was it? Aspen? The one where they went to it was Aspen. Oh, that, something or other. That yeah, that uh, Ski South Patrol. Park parried, parodied. Yeah. Yep. Pizza and French fry. Like, yeah. Like Ski, all of a, like the late Lodge. '80s yeah. were really, really big into essentially the serious version of Hot Tub Time Machine, and so <laughs> I really appreciated that. I was like, oh, look, a, a thing. And then I don't know if in the last episode you guys into got into it, but of all the characters in this show that are somewhat resemblant of their video game characters. Simon Belmont is the biggest 180 from who he actually is. Like, yeah. yeah, Simon Belmont is 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 the hero in Castlevania. He is a, He's like a, a tortured barbarian soul. type knight who the only thing they keep similar is he has the whip. Yeah, but they make him like this square jaw, blonde haired like dude. None of them. Simon Belmont. Yeah, none of the writers understood video games. Simon Belmont was supposed to look kind of like Conan the Barbarian with a little bit more clothes. I always assumed he, or I always pictured him as the Witcher. Yeah, that'd like, be cool. Yeah, but looking yeah, like that, yeah. Yeah. So, something similar to that, like a, a medieval monster Very hunter dark. who's hunted. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Dark Van Helsing style. Yeah, yeah. yeah not yeah, a not a ski chad. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, right. No, that's a good way to put it. They, they drew him as a Skyhawk pilot. That's definitely like a parachute yeah. on his back. Yeah. A ski well, he's chad. Got gear he's, in there. Like he's a ski chad. Keep it in line with the ski theme. Yeah, it, it reminds me of the the bad guy or like the 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 Chad from like the ski movie where you know I'm gonna get you Stan Darsh Aspen Extreme. Yeah, Stan Darsh. Anyways, ooh, category yeah, skiing segue. films. I like that. Um, so, Dave, David, are you suggesting a new podcast where we just review ski films? Oh, God. Uh, fuck yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> Holy uh, shit, I am in for that. It, we, we only do that in the summertime, and in, in the wintertime, we have a summer-themed something we'll, to make us feel warm. Oh, we'll rollerblading. Uh, we'll rollerblading films. There we go. <laughs> Awful. In, in well, the specifically we post-apocalyptic the... rollerblading films. There's one. Now, in the wintertime, we got to do the swimsuit episode. Where we all get into bikinis and mm-hmm. we uh, we take pictures of each other. Sounds good. Uh, at any rate, after the heroes and villains all eliminate each other from the rocket chariot race, Kevin wins the race by cobbling together a rocket skateboard from his chariot debris and beating King Hippo. King Hippo also warps away. Yeah, he warps into some sort of hole. Well, he, he warps away and then warps back with the third treasure. So they don't even show us him getting the third treasure. He just disappears and comes back with it. Nice. And and this this is when I was like, did, didn't did somebody say at some point in time that these treasures were lost for a hundred years or something like that? No, they're sacred it, treasures. It, it really turns out like they weren't lost. There's just nobody could be bothered to go get them. 
they were all just sort of lying around in different places that were just easy to grab. I mean, I think it's that Kid Icarus has just never played his own game. Yeah. Gotcha, gotcha. Okay. Um, hanging out in Megaland. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He has, he's just like, oh, I'll get around to it. Motherbrain combines the three treasures and a massive warp zones under opens under our heroes and they fall into a chasm. And that's the end of the episode. Yeah. Well, she called it she called it the warp zone to oblivion. Yes. As if like that was the power she got from the three treasures. It was to create the oblivion warp zone. And this, I don't know if uh if it was specifically this show or if there's other ones but this is in my memory at the end of the episode of Dick. <laughs> oh, no, no, yeah. No, you're right. You're right. Because it's the little, it's like it's a little girl's voice that Deke. says, Dick. Well, no, they don't even say Dick. They say Dick. Like, it literally does sound like just a little girl yelling out Dick. That's is that, is it, or is that what you want to hear? <laughs> I don't know. David could hopefully uh, put that right in. Add that to the end. Mm, yeah. Uh, add add yeah. that to the end. Dick. That's our stinger. Put in the more you know sound here, too. Yeah. Um, but that was, I don't know if that was on Family Guy also, but I remembered from my childhood, there was some uh, show that uh, a kid yells dick at the end. <laughs> <laughs> so, I mean, here it is. A, this is the, at the end of the episode. It'll be every like episode I direct. And then dick. Dick. Do do do! Oh, Dick. and to answer your question earlier, um, Adam or um, Derek, uh, bearer bonds have gone away since 1982. Uh, one of the main reasons is that bearer bonds uh, you have complete anonymity. There are no names, um, so they were great for theft because you could steal a whole shit ton of bearer bonds, and whoever's in possession of those bearer bonds are the owner. Uh, they were used for money laundering oh. and tax evasion. Um, cool. If you remember, is that way that's what I was always stealing from trains and Red Dead Redemption. That, that's what that's yeah, what, what you cool. steal. Yeah. And if you remember, um, in Die Hard, uh, the reason why they broke into Nakatomi yep. Towers yep. was because of bearer bonds or corporate bonds, yep. but they were unnamed. Um, so whoever was in possession of those millions of bearer bonds uh, basically owned it. And once they're stolen, there's no way for the original owner to get get it back other than to physically track that person down, kill them, and take them back and steal them. Mm. Hence, the bearer bond bounty hunters. How is that different from cash? It's... Um, not yeah well well, large large summations i I think it's like it's it's the quantity of cash you'd have to carry around for that is really what it is anyway second episode mega trouble in megaland mega trouble in continuing with the theme that simon belmont's turd nugget uh we get a previously short previously on and then we open again on mother brain gloating well the important thing is is in the previously on we get that fantastic voice actress that plays the mirror <laughs> repeating her lines i just i just want more of her where is she where's the mirror in the rest of the series uh who is she i, I actually do have a uh a thematic question kind of similar to the one i asked excuse me earlier where did each episode assign essentially go into a video game where captain N had to save them yes did each episode change the world's at the beginning of it that would show the worlds that they interacted with. Because this one had all the worlds 
I think except for Baseball World, but it had like the six that it showed. They went to each one, and if you go to the wiki, there's way more than six. No, it, it, because those are the word worlds that our main characters come from. So like these episodes, they were uh, they were a big okay. deal because we're going to Mount Icarus and we're also going to Mega Mega Land. It's like yeah. revisiting the video game that you love, right? Mm-hmm. Or something like that. Yeah, no, I was I was just curious if those changed episode to episode based on where our heroes would go. I don't think that they go into the worlds in a way that changes their reality the same way that they do in this episode. Like the baseball episode, they just went to a stadium and played baseball. Yes. And then they went to some sort of weird, defunct baseball kingdom. Yeah, Yeah. the fucked up baseball underbelly. Yeah. Yeah. But, like, in this one, there's, like, power levels and live system, whatever that weird Donkey Kong thing was. Oh, you think that, like, they more intensely inherited the rules of Mega Land than any any other Than another episode, yeah. I would agree with that. So in the other episode, it was kind of like the princess showing up in the baseball stadium in this one where she just shows up runs home and she's like where am i and he's like you're in yankee stadium <laughs> and then she's like yeah. gotta go yeah except the crowd is literally like full of monsters yeah how the hell Just... did we end up back in the baseball episode uh <laughs> yeah, matt you yeah. live in new york yeah, city gotta, that's move pretty on. much on point it sounds like yankee fans yeah scum. what uh, i found interesting about this episode is that king hippo's nipples ha- seem to be morphing <laughs> and changing they now look like bu- uh bowler hats yeah, well, they follow you whenever, like, they follow you and take yeah. the sh- the the shape of whatever hat you're thinking about. It takes the shape of whatever you fear the most, and apparently yeah. mine the- is bowler hats. <laughs> it's the hat you fear the most. And so, continuing on with how the princess is animated, <laughs> boy, she hikes her shorts up. Yeah, you're you're uh, horny on Maine today. Good, we, good no, horny jail, dude. That is like, woof. Yep. Girlfriend. Um, wow. So I'm, I'm trying to try hunt down the voice actress for the mirror. I'm getting nowhere. But Mother <laughs> okay. Brain was played by Levi Stubbs. Yes. So he he is um, he did play Aubrey too in Little Shop of Horrors, and he was also in uh, Queer as Folk in 2000. So he All unfortunately right. passed away in 2008. Uh, the, our our heroes fall in the into the mega warp zone where all warps connect and it's basically like um a series of tubes it's a series of tubes um and they fly around on top of a giant gray tongue for a while it looks like a heart yep. and you're and they're all like these blood vessels everywhere yeah yeah but it's clearly a tongue it's clearly a tongue-shaped dildo clearly <laughs> the team all decide to just to tie fishing line to themselves and just jump into random warps till they find the one that they're looking for and they all have real short adventures, but Cade to Icarus finds uh, a portal to the Colosseum and brings them all back to Mount Icarus. Pretty quick. I was kind of hoping for a, uh, a cameo from Bo Derek uh, when they mm. went to the Baseball Kingdom, because we know that Bo Derek eventually becomes the king, the ruler of the Baseball Kingdom, as his retirement plan. You mean uh, Bo Jackson? But, uh, Let's say yeah, Bo Derek. Oh, I said Bo Derek. Yeah, two sorry. completely <laughs> different people. Yeah, one's a perfect ten, and, uh, and the one other one knows uh, was Bo knows. Bo knows. No, one was a perfect ten, and one was a very hot lady on a beach with dreadlocks. 
Is anyone going to talk about yes. the uh, the floating mouth with the uh, cunnilingus tongue swirling around before they jumped into their holes? I mean, it's incidental to force Simon Belmont to jump into a warp. Well, I, I feel like this this again is just sort of like playing into the over sexualization of these particular episodes because we we have them floating around in a giant uh, dildo shaped like a tongue. There's a giant mouth with a big tongue that comes after Simon Belmont. There's a lot of like. There's a lot of sexual undertones in all this. Yeah, they landed in Vorland. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Anyway, they all come back into Mount Icarus, and they discovered that time has moved differently, and they've been gone a week. And in that time, Mother Brain has conquered Icarus Land. They sneak around, and they learn from one of the denizens that Dr. Wily has taken the sacred treasures to Megaland in order to conquer it. Kid Icarus says that he could destroy the treasures if he can get the fire arrow, a sacred bow, and a protective crystal, which turns out to be a mirror. What's the difference between a citizen and a denizen? Uh, Denizens just live there. Citizens live there legally. Ah. Yeah. um, This kind of plays into your theory, Matt, that Kid Icarus never actually played his own game. Right. Because he never actually collected the things needed. Like he could have had... Yeah, he would have had that gear with him. You know, no one actually ever finished playing Kid Icarus, so he's kind of true to life that he never finished either. Whereas, but it's clear that, like, Mega Man has played his own game. He, he like, knows everybody in it. Everybody remembers that one person who helped them get through Mega Man and show you, like, you know, that you have to go and defeat Flash Man first, and then you have to go to Bomb Man, or, you know, I don't remember, actually. I'd have to think about it. But, you know, you had help with Mega Man. No one ever said, oh, this is how you, you know, there, there's no trick Mega to Mega Man was kid, kid fucking hard. Yeah, Mega Man was hard. I everyone got to Doctor, uh, what the hell is Wily? Doctor Wily. I was Wiley. like Doctor Light. Well, that's that's why Nintendo Power Magazine exists. Oh my god, I like you love found that. the person who had that. But Mega, I mean, Mega Man was like, in my opinion, back and David, back me up on this one. Back in the day, that was the hardest Metroidvania that there was, right. because there was. There was no path. There was Battletoads. Like, you could just do a fucking Battletoads. <laughs> that's, oh my God. that's a whole new, like... I almost broke my TV. Sadomasochism. Because oh, yeah. I I broke a controller throwing it at the screen. I That was my first rage blackout on memory. Was Battletoads. Wow. Battletoads, Battletoads was oh my God. Souls yeah. before Souls existed. Oh, my God. That was such a fuss. <laughs> I don't know. I still think the original Ninja Gaiden. Ah, uh, Ninja Ninja Gaiden was fair though. Yeah, was, yeah. No, no. I had the Game Genie. I still could not beat it. Uh, game Genie, Maybe, like because yeah, it, it knew you were cheating. Like Castlevania would have been harder if everyone didn't know the code to get you everything at the very beginning, like the Morning Star Whip and like fully decked out. Oh, uh, Ghosts and Goblins. That game mm. was. Fucking hard. Yeah, that game was really hard. I never played it, but I understand. Did you beat it? No, I never. No, played I it. never got no. past like the I, I second or third. So you, so you know what makes it like yeah. it was difficult, but you know what makes it meme worthy, right? So you got through the entire game, you beat it, and then you had to go back and beat it again to actually complete the yeah. game. Yeah. So you got through yeah. the final boss, and they're like, "Just kidding!" Well, fuck you. And then boom, yeah. all the way back to the beginning, and then run through it again. Yeah, it's a little too close to real life. 
Seriously. Oh, boy. Uh, um, a lot of the Nintendo talk, games... You, Everything okay? You could, like, the, the hardest thing about a lot of the Nintendo games is you couldn't save your progress. You had to oh, do yeah. this all in one playthrough. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So that's what, like, made Dragon Warrior and, and Link, like, better is because you could stop and, like, you know, see the sun. It's because you pause and, like, uh, just leave it on. Yeah, I, I had a friend that did that. I had a friend that actually, he would just pause the games and leave them on. And uh, one day he left He left the TV on while he went to school and came back. And the, it was one of the old tube TVs. It was burned, burned in. the image into the screen. Oh, boy. Yeah. yeah. Cool. My TV actually caught fire. It started smoking. Oh, <laughs> I, 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 I was Jesus. not. I was not that kid in your memory. I don't think. Um, but my TV no, actually started smoking um, because I left it on pause, and it was like, like, I forgot about it. And being like an ADD boy, I forgot about it for like two days. <laughs> the TV on, and there was no <laughs> power saving function. You know, you had to press the little knob to turn the TV off and my dad came upstairs and the room was filling up with smoke and I was... Uh, you can just turn well, the yeah. TV off and leave the game running. Hey, yeah, tell, so that tell was that the point my, I was about you know, to bring up. Great. Tell that to my seven-year-old self. Yeah. Why don't you hop in a time machine? Okay. Yep. <laughs> There's only one problem. The items are guarded by Medusa. So our uh, team decides to divide up. Going to make me edit that together? Yeah. I, was gonna, I, I loved it. I was like, perfect. <laughs> you just created a system where David has to do a hard cut on yeah. all of that last conversation. Yep. Oh, my God. Uh, Poor fucking David. Nothing. I feel like this no podcast help. is just going to us. We haven't even introduced David. ourselves yet. <laughs> all right. I'll introduce myself right now. Hey, guys. I'm Derek. Hi, Derek. I'm I'll Adam. That's it. I'll introduce myself in like 10 minutes. We should do it at the end so it's easy to edit into the beginning. Fair enough. Fair enough. Yeah. But, but Derek's will stay. Nonsense. David will have to pull it out of the middle of the episode. All right, guys. I got to go. I'll, I'll see you guys later. Bye. Um, Bye. The, uh, so the teams decide to divide up, and uh, Kid Icarus and Simon Belmont go after the uh, magical power items, and uh, Mega Man, uh, Captain N, and Princess Lana head to Megaland to slow down Dr. Wily. In Megaland, the first thing that happens is they meet Dr. Light, uh, who has made a new rob- robot called Garbage Man. Uh, and as soon as Garbage Man is turned on, he goes crazy and eats the computer. He just uh, eats all the equipment later on. Yeah. And, and they just walk away. And it's and the like, last is, we this ever This is Dr. Fucking... Delight's problem. Yeah. That's the last we ever fucking see of Garbage Man. Yeah, that's actually the last we ever see of Dr. Light as well. So, I assume Dr. Light got eaten by Garbage Man or Dr. Light ate Garbage Man. It is not, however, the awesome. last we see of the princess's Daisy Dukes. <laughs> yes. Those legs go on for miles all be... episode long. Jesus. Um, they're not even Daisy Dukes. It's like. They're basically uh, marine running shorts. Yeah. yeah. It's, they're, not, <laughs> they're not even that. It's like sleep underwear that she's got hiked up to her fucking belly button. There's a scene in here where they do a close up on Kevin and they've drawn his head really weird. He looks like he has a Periclean bump. Yeah. Yeah. They are told to go. They decide to go after Cutman first because they have to beat the game. 
Well, and, and Kevin does say that he's an expert at Mega Man because this is where he... Right, because later he says he went through the game, he ha- lost the game 50 times. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, well, you're an, you're an expert by failing. There you go. Uh, back on Mount Icarus, in disguise, uh, Simon and Kid Icarus uh, turn, up, turn up a steam bath on uh, <laughs> Hippo and Eggplant. Uh, so that he can sneak into the warp zone to Medusa's lair, and and this this is when we get a highlight of the fact that this is a virtual escape that Void is inhabiting, and it's because the um, the steam valve that Simon Belmont is trying to loosen with a wrench moves in the opposite direction. The wrench is moving it. Mm, I thought it was that optical illusion, where, like when the car wheels look like they're going backwards, because they're going so I fast. I thought it was yeah. just no. lazy animation. No, because when he, when he when he moves it, it actually moves relatively slow, and it just goes the opposite direction. Because are they we, they got the animation, gonna... and they were like, "Okay, send this to the wrench department, and send this to the the wheel department." Are we going to completely gloss over why. the fact that Simon Belmont's in blackface? <laughs> I was oh just God. about to bring that up. Okay. He takes his clothes off and hey, he is it was the eighties brown. <laughs> he's I think he's, he's supposed he's to be brown. tan. He's, tan. He's, he's just brown. He looks quite tan. And then he t- puts on like I think oh, yeah, it's you're right. black a black dupee wig thing. The uh <laughs> yeah, yeah. the valve moves in the opposite direction. Uh back in Megaland. Uh, Thank you, Mike. Yeah, because you know, that is but, precisely what I was about to bring his, up. I'm his like, hairdo yeah, is in like is more conducive to the the surfer boys, like the California dudes type thing. Like he's got that like really big chatty looking hair. Oh yeah, it's, it so I, exactly, I think they're going for like dude. He's it, not tan. He's brown. It, it looks blackface ish as hell. Back in Megaland. Um, they finally defeat the stomping eyeball and they have learned uh, that if they get hit, they lose power, but they do have extra lives, which they learned by being crushed by the stomping eyeball the first time. Yeah. Um, and we also see that Mega Man gets a little bit of a jolt of energy from after he, after he crushes up some crystals and snorts them. Right. Um, Cocaine. Finally, they fight their way through a series of baddies to meet Cutman. Cutsman. Cutsman. And, and the design of this guy is pure fucking nightmare fuel. <laughs> it is hilarious. <laughs> well, and this is the second time we have seen Cutsman. Yes. Because the first time was when we actually watched the Mega Man, Man cartoon. cartoon, where he was a little bit more true to form. The design- now he just looks like a weird alien clown creature thing i get the it's one of those things where i feel like someone over the phone was like oh yeah put cutsman in and they're like what's cutsman they're like uh he's he's a guy he's got he's got a pair of scissors on his head i I gotta go yeah that's what they did for the show yeah i think my favorite part of cutsman is when he does his attack he makes finger scissors yes and he does the yeah, finger scissors exactly. as the fucking yes. scissors are going he's like yep, yep. that's, that's how he controls the it's scissors terrible I th- i'm pretty sure we determined last time that somebody just sort of like did a rough sketch of what these characters were on a fax and then faxed it over i think to, we uh, hypothesized the writers i think we hypothesized that there was some sort of like plausible deniability that nintendo was like okay yeah we're not really that involved we don't it's not as coordinated 
No, no. Well, we did determine that as like the actual thing, but what we figured out ourselves. Uh, or yeah, they what give we like a text it, description say, of the characters. Right. This, but it's like faxed over. Yeah. Basically, so even that's like all fucked up when, when they look at it. You're forgetting that in the 80s, how much blow was done on like the cutting room floor and, and the executive <laughs> board meetings. They just had lines of coke right there on the boardroom table and shit like Cutsman, that. Cutsman has seriously done a lot of blow, though. No, did we figure out that the people on the show were like doing nine to five and like yeah. five o'clock, we're done. We're gonna, <laughs> let's get- yeah. No, that that's what Matt was saying. They took like a two-hour liquid lunch every day. Yeah, yeah. this is. Yeah. I mean, this is a, a plush writing game. It's like the heyday. It, yeah. So you know, Cutsman looks like the character model off the original Mega Man box art, and I know we've talked about it, and I've sent it out, <laughs> where like they would just commission these artists to draw yeah. like what it was, and that's what Cutsman looks like. He looks it's, horrible. Yeah. Yeah. Have you seen the original Mega Man box art? It's fucking amazing. Anyway, they actually defeat him fairly quickly by using Duke as a distraction, and Cutsman gets hit by his own scissors. He cuts his own ass. Yeah. Right in his asshole. Back in Medusa's lair, Kid Icarus covers Simon Belmont's glasses with paint, uh, and Simon distracts Medusa while uh, Kid Icarus tries to sneak and steal the treasures. And Medusa is really well drawn. Like, she looks great and is creepy as shit. I like the little bows on her snakes. Yes. Yeah, yeah. She looks, she honestly looks like a, she would be okay in like a Hayao Miyazaki film. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. She definitely has like the vibes of the the grandma from um, Spirited Away. Yeah. And that's a lot of animation for those snakes for cell, you know, for cell animation. Yeah, some somebody had fun with her. To to what you're saying, yeah, Adam, yeah. this is the first time I've ever seen Medusa drawn, illustrated, or portrayed as an elderly woman. Medusa was always supposed to be a young, beautiful woman, but with snakes for hair, and that's why people would look at her. Well, um, and well, so seeing her as this matronly, like your grandma, with mm-hmm. snakes, I thought that was really cool. Well, it's because originally Medusa was supposed to be like such a beautiful. Um, priestess of Athena that Poseidon essentially raped her and as a punishment Athena uh, made her hideous and made her so hideous that it would turn men to stone so it's not just that like she gave her snakes for hair she was supposed to like make her so disgustingly hideous that men will just die by looking at her so what are you saying that grandmas are hideous not your not your grandma <laughs> I'm just kidding. I just thought it was interesting that it was she's she's making banana bread for our heroes and our heroes just they interrupt her baking session. But in all fairness though, she does sound really sexy. Yes. And that's why Belmont takes his glasses off. Yeah, so he's he's fooled by her voice and looks at her and quickly turns to stone. Because he's a dumbass. Uh, but Kate Icarus has gotten all of the power items. And, and while being chased by Medusa, flips over using the mirror and turns Medusa to stone. And I think he this is when the we DLC. This is when we um, um, get the true redemption of Simon Belmont. Yes, within like all the episodes, because he sees all, like all the other warriors that went to go fight Medusa that got turned to stone suddenly get turned back to human along with Simon. And they run into those warriors, and Simon 
makes the mother of all persuasion checks. Yes. Rolls a natural 20. <laughs> and, biz- and says to all these guys, I am recruiting you. I am your new general. You are fighting in the army to save the princess. Now go and retake your land. Yeah. He- and they just, they all huzzah and run off. And I was like, wow. Yes. They're actually trying to persuade him. They're trying to show Simon is actually being like a very charismatic, uh, capable leader here. This is totally unlike them. No, I, I mean, I honestly enjoyed this, both for like, okay, that's fun and unique, and also uh, it seems like the kind of skills that Simon would bring to the team. Like, it's not that he's a, that, a general. This Simon. Yeah. This Simon would bring to the team, yeah. Yeah, it, it's not that he's a general. It's that he's a bit of a confidence man. And yeah, he's a huckster. Yeah. Yeah, he, he cons them into fighting for him yeah meanwhile back in megaland uh dr in and the team finally get to dr wiley's lab and dr wiley promptly reanimates all his robots using the three treasure sacred treasures uh which he has in some kind of uh brain machine thing uh Mm. and all the all the villains come out and they are hilarious they all look like fucked up scooby-doo villains yeah they look like miniature uh, and they're all animated simultaneously. Yeah. Did you yeah. notice yes. that? Like they all move exactly the same. Right. They just ha- so going back to that that point on Simon Belmont, and you guys of course can cut this or whatever. I thought that that was very because the Belmonts come from an arist- uh, aristocratic family, yeah. and so yeah. I thought that was in line with his character. Everything else in this show is not <laughs> a Belmont. No, but yeah. That right there, I was like, wow, that that's a Belmont. I don't know. The, Belmont would be more like, now I'll go cleanse the town. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. But no, the, the whole thing is is the Belmonts, Simon Belmont, Trevor Belmont, whatever, they come from the Belmont family, the known vampire monster hunters. The witchers. Like, yeah, so he would he would have had that upbringing. But anyways, the, this show incorrectly portrays it. <laughs> uh, at any at any rate, the... Uh, the They correctly portray the princess's booty. They though. very much are. They're, they seem quite interested in that. Um, the, the robots do a series of attacks that seems to incapacitate our team, and then they advance menacingly, at which point Kid Icarus and Simon warp in using the power items to disable uh, the robots... And Kig Icarus fires the, fi- the his fire arrow, but he misses, and it bounces around the room like a Super Bowl. And L- Princess Lana uses her crown to bounce the arrow into the treasures, and the sacred treasure machine promptly explodes, destroying Dr. Wily's creations. They could just warp there, then why did the other team have to go through all that video game stuff? Yep. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yep. Well, maybe they have like a because warp. that would have you know, maybe they can warp to the other team's location, but they can't warp specifically to that spot on its own. I think so. they established that like warp zones are like fixed spots. Or no, because they are able to move it around when in the pre in the first episode we watched. Yeah, but I feel like that was because Mother Brain actually had a device that allowed them to control the warp zones. Or, or no, there, there's a device that allowed them to control the warp zones in, in the, castle. the princess's palace. Yeah. Yeah. So if he could pause at any time, why doesn't he do that more often? Well, yes! Let's, let's oh get there. Oh my fucking god! This is, this is exactly what I thought. Um, uh, Dr. Wily's chair turns into a spaceship and he tries to ram the team. And Captain N just pauses the scene and then, like, instead of knocking Dr. Wily out, just fiddles with his controls. Um... 
and, and he pauses the scene, and when he pauses the scene, he can still move, he can still act, but nobody else there can. Yeah. He takes care of the situation in a very rated G kind of way. It's like, oh, let me just prank Dr. Wiley. But it's it, it's obvious that he could have basically taken care of all of this yeah. by himself by just pressing the pause button and walking up to Dr. Wiley from the very beginning of the Mega Man zone. And just putting his gun against his he head. He could have taken Pulling care the trigger of and then this. unpausing. Yeah. So like as soon as fucking Mega Brain was like, yeah, I have the three scrotums, and then he would have been like, <laughs> pause, and then just rolled over there, and then taken the yeah. three thingies, and then they would have put him back, and they would have been like, oh hey, I can go back to my teenage fucking angsty years, playing video games with my dog while my mom's yelling at me, Ferris yeah. Bueller style, in our fucking split level, nineteen eighty six. So really, this just proves that Kevin Keane is a prick. Yeah, proves that he can't pull ass at his normal high school, (laughs) even with his Camaro. So he has to go into the video game land and hang out with gorgeous. I'm pretty sure he's a sophomore. Anyway, um, back on Mount Icarus, he's trapped in video game land too. So, oh, Um, so he has to ride the fucking bus. (laughs) (laughs) The bad guys are thrown out by our previously uh, frozen statue warriors. They land in Metro Land, and at the same time, Captain Inn and Princess Lana call Mother Brain on her video phone just to say, you lost, basically. Um, I do love the pettiness of that. Yes. and Mother I, I do love the fact that Mother Brain just sat at home this whole time, doing nothing. Just hanging out, looking at herself in the mirror. Well, she was... It. She was there during the, uh, during the Video Olympics, but it, that she promptly returned to Metroid Land. Um... And I would have, I would have assumed that she would have like just moved into the palace immediately. Yeah, but. I don't know why she stopped at Kid Icarus Land. Like, yeah, in a uh, beautiful sim- symmetry with the beginning of this two-part episode, <laughs> we close on Mother Brain torturing uh, Eggplant Wizard and uh, Miss Hippo, Captain Hippo. What's his name? Uh, blueberry nipples, blueberry Ugh, pancake nipples. Yeah, horrible. Uh, uh, King Hippo, isn't it? King Hippo. And that is yeah. the end of our second episode. And end of the things that we were supposed to watch this week. I liked episode two better than episode one, which is rare for a for a multi-parter. Really? I think so. I think episode one felt like filler. It felt like... Uh, like, well, we've got three MacGuffins. Let's drag this out for as long as Wait. we can. Wait, they, they were literally climbing up a ladder and then being sent back down to the bottom like multiple times when they failed. The second episode, <laughs> and you I don't mean, think that was filler? I didn't. I, I didn't say it was good, <laughs> but I, I liked. It was the, better. I yeah. liked the second episode better than the first episode of the two episodes that we watched. But you're right. No, it's it's not good. Although considered to be his best film, it was also considered to be terrible. It reminds me of the episodes in Dragon Ball Z where they spend the entire episode like powering up. Ex- where they spend the whole time, they spend three episodes in exposition and then one episode fighting. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's bad timing all around. Like, it, it's not exciting. Things happen at kind of weird times for the narrative. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Did, uh, when you guys were watching this, did you get a ton of pop-up ads? Because we watched this on YouTube. <laughs> yes. Yeah. And, and Holy all... fuck. Three an episode. 
See, I was getting them like every two minutes. Were they oriented wow. towards kids? Because all of mine were oriented towards kids. No. No. Uh, I had okay. some uh, noise reduction yeah, software Yeah, that actually apps. looked kind of cool. <laughs> 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 like, Ooh, you can edit out the, all the background noise. Cool. <laughs> so are, are, we, are we doing opinions on the <laughs> wait, episode Wait right a minute. Now? Were those yeah. ads for us? I think they were targeted directly at us. Yeah. Um, <laughs> did, did you guys get the OnlyFans one? No. Jesus what? <laughs> what the fuck? No, I, I got I got a bunch that were like little flash games that looked like they were like designed for kids and a bunch of um, like toys and like child education programs and stuff like that. And so it, what the fuck are you Google searching? Nothing. Nothing like that. Nothing along those lines. Mm. Um, the thing that that's killing me is. Um, I, I, I took from that that they were actually trying to gear the channel that we were watching this on to kids. Well, they are and cartoons. That, no, no, no. They are cartoons. But I was thinking, like, what the fuck parent would actually sit their kid down to watch this cartoon? Like, these cartoons aren't even, like, good. The, the whole point so. of YouTube is that the parent doesn't have to do anything. <laughs> <laughs> did you watch the? Did you watch it on a non- logged in YouTube channel. No. No. It's logged okay, in. Okay, so you watched it so like yeah. when you when you clicked on it it went to your link or whatever. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I was gonna say if you watched it on a non logged in YouTube channel then those those commercials would have been generic. Yeah. But like I watched it on under my account or whatever and you know I watch videos on <laughs> podcasting and, and other <laughs> sorts of shenanigans or whatever. So it makes sense that I got the, you know, Noise the noise reduction and stuff. Yeah. app yeah. And, and what So what we're saying my, is I, this I cartoon was some... so boring that we're talking about the ads. Yeah. <laughs> he asked if oh, I liked God. it, and I had, yeah, Derek, I had like Derek, a good what's, what's three your or opinion? four minute no, go for it, go for on it. this. Go for it, man. Okay. Yeah. Um, so I did not watch the previous episode. Mm-hmm. I thought that this show, on, on the surface level was a bit of a cash grab for the video games, but it was poorly executed yep. because, to be honest, I watched it two or three times, and I still had no idea who the eggplant guy was. I was like, man, he looks like the dude from Day of the Tentacle, <laughs> which, if you guys remember that video game from the mid-'90s. And I had to actually go to the Captain N Wikia and realize that that was Eggplant Wizard from uh, Kid Icarus. And so there were some things that they did incredibly well, like... There, there was a bunch of sounds that were directly from Nintendo, mm-hmm. which were oh, unmistakable. No, yeah, yeah. Um, there were certain certain there things, like references in, yeah. in these shows that were, wow, they fucking nailed it. But then they whiffed on somebody like Simon Belmont. Mm. Like, how in the world do you get these very, very specific sounds, very, very specific video game references correct, and then you take a guy who's supposed to look like another guy, and then you make him look like Dolph Lundgren in blackface. I'm a dude playing a dude disguised as another dude. You fucked that one away hard. <laughs> they did the same thing with Mega Man. Like, Mega Man in the video game yeah, wasn't like a no, short, like, long yeah. Mega was... Man is a chain-smoking iconic look. Yeah. An absolute iconic look. He's He wears an all-blue suit with the blaster arm. He doesn't have two hands. It's not this Spider-Man, like... On his wrist thing and everything. And this guy's green. They screwed that. Up. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, but from the actual episode itself, I agree with Matt. This was about twelve minutes of content mm-hmm. packed into forty-five total minutes. There was a lot of filler in here. 
Um, there was never any. They didn't let the jokes hit. They didn't let the suspension hit. Even even at like, the episode was like, and we're good. And and yep. I was like, holy fuck. And then that's how the cliffhanger ended too. Like it wasn't like our heroes are like they're like, the Grand Canyon opened the end. And you were at the first time I watched it, I was like, okay, they fell into a thing, but like what? Like it it, it had no. It would have been better had they explained, like, hey, Mega Brain is opening the void, and the void has multiple paths out, and these infinite paths, you'll never find your way back to, to home, or something like that. It was just like cracking the earth at the end. Uh, it's very, it yeah, was, it's, I think that's a good observation. It's very flat. It's it's like it, it's like Captain In watching his friends get disintegrated. It's just, there's no stakes. <laughs> oh, no. They're yeah. dead. Yeah, yeah that's, that's. Exactly, Matt. There's no stakes to anything. Yeah, and even like they don't they don't seem concerned that they're losing the video Olympics at all. No, it, it, that's another thing. Is so they go into the montage down two to one, and if you watch the montage, they lose more than they win, and they come out of the montage and they're like, "The video Olympics are tied." Right, and I'm like, that that math doesn't beep boop beep does not compute. Yeah. I, I actually wrote down, I like your observations. One of the things I wrote down, uh, let me preface this. Uh, typically when I'm preparing for these, for the podcast, I will watch the episode by itself just to enjoy it. Mm-hmm. Quote, unquote, enjoy it. <laughs> and then I'll go back through and watch it again and take notes for like some of the things I want to make jokes of or if I'm... if I'm Same here. Summarizing it, I'll, I'll summarize it while I'm watching it the second time. Oh, look at you. You the, watch it three times. The um, Like we were all instructed. The first thing that I, I wrote down in my notes was, I really feel like my brain chemistry is not unstable enough to follow this plot. Because mm. I keep losing the thread on, on like all of it. It's. I think it's because it's got a weird timing. Like Things change at it weird does. times. I think it flowed really well. Can I take a, po- a potato and make fun of Adam for that? Um, when I write things down, I don't write. My feelings felt really weird watching this episode. Yes. It's a rainy day in Seattle. <laughs> My shit's like, this show sucks. This is why. <laughs> Bullet point one. What you th- this is like my journaling time. What are uh, you talking about? Dear Diary. God, are you there? This is Adam speaking. Dear diary, <laughs> let Dear me diary, let me tell you Conan about Captain Snyder N. Is out of coffee today, and Captain N has been weighing on my mind in this rainy <laughs> Seattle Wednesday. What's that? I can't, it's dreary. I can't stop like thinking the third about song off of Pearl Jam's second album. I can't stop thinking about <laughs> betrayal and Zero Dawn Horizon. <laughs> That's right. Hey, no or spoilers. Is it going to be hot or not, uh, Mike? I'm not really sure. What, what were your thoughts? Um. Well. So I almost Titties, watched these boobies and redheads. I almost watched the episodes. Um, so, <laughs> um, holy shit! I'm glad like, you talked about before, you, before you begin. A, a lot goes through did, my mind how much, when uh, when I. How much of the episode did you actually? A lot um, goes through, through my mind. A lot goes through my mind, and uh, I, I remember seeing uh, Icarus and um, short shorts and um, a big sexy brain. Um, <laughs> you know what? After I asked that question, some of the things that you brought up, I believe you actually watched both these, episodes. <laughs> <laughs> or at least the first one. Yeah, I watched it along the, with you guys. That way, I have all that material that's just flowing forth. Right um, right I disagree. You did not watch it I along disagree, with us. I disagree on this one. You actually watched these because you brought up some very, very specific points, yeah. like, like booty the shorts. 
and and the bowler hat. You brought nipples. up bowler hat nipples. <laughs> You're the only guy yeah. on this stupid podcast to be like. His nipples looked like upside down. They are horrible, but they were dyed royal blue, <laughs> Kansas City Royals. But that's the color royal. It's awful. It's on. It, it's funny because I didn't even really Fucking think about it because we point. talked about it so much the last time. And I was like, "No, nah, that's just the way it is." And no. I we got so We deserve watch, this by watching it in real time. I also managed to see things that, like, while you guys are talking through your, you know, your memory or your notes, I'm like, "Oh yeah, Glass Joe just got knocked out by his own shadow." Um, yeah. And, you know, that was I'm a good observation. To, I'm able to so bring I, Yeah, in that was a fantastic pickup. Re- relevant. I, I, Whatever, I Mike, you're that. fired. <laughs> to, to be fair to Mike on this one is I watch, I generally watch the show twice, and I do my third rewatch as the episode is streaming, mm. like Mike does. Mm. And then so that way it's playing muted in the background with my notes up, and I'm like, oh, hey, there's something or whatever. This time I actually did my third rewatch right before – we we talked or whatever. So some of the things that Mike caught, like that is definitely a real time catch. Like I when you said the Glass Joe thing, I actually had to go back and look at it. And so who is the guy with his boxer shorts pulled up Dra- to his tits? Dracula, I think. No. Oh no, 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 no. Like after Dracula like he was one of the, the boxers in uh Punch Out. Uh that's Glass I Joe. Don't, I don't know. No, no, Glass no. Glass Joe was the blonde guy that got knocked out. I, I was actually just um very proud of Mike for that pull because I didn't even make the connection that it was Glass Joe. It was, it was, dude. That was that's, that's one of good. the best pulls that we've had. Yeah. Like that was Mike. That was fantastic. <laughs> well, I, I, it wasn't on my pun a game, so I figured I, I better be uh, good with the Bring observations. Well, well, why don't we just get to the the big quick question and get to the vote? Uh, amazing, terrible, or amazingly terrible? What do you guys say? I like it. Well, I don't. Well, who cares what you don't like? I care. <sighs> this one's it, tough. This is our childhood. This is like this is what we came. This is why we're here. This is what we came for. I I'm with you, Mike, in that we deserve this. This is this is what God, we signed up no, for. This is what again. we des- this is what we deserve. No. Are you not entertained? Is this God, not why you are here? It. No, it is. We are not entertained, but we deserve it. This is amazingly. I terrible. am voting terrible. This terrible. Is- terrible. Terrible. This, this is amazingly terrible. This is why. God, we, no. This Derek. Is, this is right up our Terrible. Alright. Okay, right. that's two votes for terrible. Two votes for terrible. Two votes for amazingly terrible. No, I haven't voted. Just... So it's so oh, it's okay. on to me. Wait, I didn't vote. No, neither did Matt. Yeah. Matt's not voting either. He's I just haven't voted. Talking so we have game. we have two two terribles, David Adam. Yeah. We have Mike. Yeah, this is a tiebreaker. Okay. Guys. I mean, it's about video this games. This is fucking terrible. <laughs> Thank you. Like, this isn't even nostalgically oh, good. This is Thank not you. amazingly terrible. I'm sorry I was not there the first time. Maybe the first time it was. No, it I was, was pretty sure the first as, time. The first time we said terrible. It was terrible, but it was terrible. so weird. As as probably the number two video game nerd out of all of us behind David, who I'd give him the number one spot. Fucking dude! Like even the video game fan service in this is is not enough to pull it out of this nosedive. Just let this bitch crash in the ocean. I feel like they wrote so much about Mega Man because they actually researched it. Yeah, that was like the one thing they researched. Yeah, this right? is like negative yeah. video game fan service. And, 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 and it was and it was in the fan service they put in like they when they were climbing up things. Mega Man was like, "Watch out for the beaks." Out of the game, like. 
and that's what one guy like, oh, what's in? Well, they didn't have that back then. They opened a Nintendo Power magazine, and they're like, what is an enemy in Mega Man? They're like, oh, the beaks. And then they threw it into the episode, and you're just like, oh. And then Mega Man's like, I'll shoot one. Yeah. What the fuck? <laughs> you got to clear all the beaks. Yeah. When I played Mega Man, you had to shoot all of them. <laughs> it wasn't just like, I'll shoot one, and I can climb unimpeded up this ladder. Um, it's terrible. I'm with you. Yeah. It's, it's terrible. Just it, it's oh, in yes. no way yes. representative of the yes. games. Yeah. Yeah. But it's, I, can't it's camp- I can't believe you're voting this off, man. It's campy entertainment that off. we watched in the '90s. Like, this is this is a integral part of our childhood. I I did enjoy the art. Like when there was good background paintings, they were really good. But we don't get enough of it. We don't spend enough time. It's boring. The humor's terrible. Then we've got to find another. The, the uh, pacing we, is we, a disaster. We've got to find another dick show then. <laughs> there's there's plenty of there's dick plenty of dick there's out there. Like, one yeah. one deek out so, and one deek in. So a an interesting I don't want to say it's an interesting observation. A, a a point I wanted to bring up is I cannot remember specifically if I remember watching the show, watching the live action portion where he is grabbed by the like essentially Nintendo power and dragged into the TV set. Or if I remember that from Nintendo Power magazine or a commercial. Oh, it was a commercial for Nintendo Power that they grabbed. Yeah, I remember that too. Okay. It was a co- oh, yeah. really? That's so the, interesting because when we were first watched it, I was I thought it looked like commercial level quality. Like it looks like yeah. it was done a soundstage in the South Valley. The lighting, everything feels like a commercial. It feels like the same space that they shot all the scenes for Carbon San Diego in. Hm. I could yeah, no, I, I, I agree with it. Like... I remember that explicitly. I remember like the the power coming out of the TV and grabbing him in the room as he's trying to hold on and suck him into the TV. But I don't necessarily remember if that was associated with with a cartoon or a show or a commercial or 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 a still ad or what. But that part definitely I remember. Um, what was I gonna, what was I gonna say? Uh, I remember watching this for sure. I remember thinking it was so cool because I watched like maybe half of one episode and I thought it was like, oh, it's like an all-star team. But I also remember watching the episodes and wanting to watch, um, wanting the Zelda half to come on, even though it was equally terrible. But that's what I liked. So I wanted to see that. So going back to that, uh, this show originally was formatted to do 15 minutes of Captain N and then 15 minutes of Zelda? It was in season three. Season oh, one and okay. two, and you could see like the, well, you, you didn't see the first one, but the animation quality is better. The writing is sort of better. I mean, the writing is better. The drawings are better. I'm watching the uh, the scene from The Wizard where the kid's using the power glove to drive the car. Mm-hmm. He's playing Rad Racer. Yeah, does he say it's so rad? No, he just says the power glove. That's it. And then <laughs> there's heavy so metal music rad. playing in the background. Fuck yeah, dude. You should watch this, uh, uh, Mike. There's a redhead in it. Oh, my. <laughs> you know, I'm not, like, I'm not one-dimensional. No, I think she's front, 12. <laughs> yeah, she's like 12. <laughs> you, you guys paint me as this one-dimensional character. <laughs> Mike. 
you are one dimensional. I have at least two dimensions, as mm-hmm. I prefer them. Oh uh, wait, he says he's. So the girl says G's, and then the guy wearing the power glove just looks at her and says, "I love the power glove." He does. Fuck <laughs> 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 yes, so good. Where are we at with the one universe theory? There, think that we partially that Kevin Keen actually did get sucked into his Nintendo, mm-hmm. and as as part of the. Uh, preparation for taking off into space, the void entity absorbed that information and essentially absorbed Kevin King. And when she started to have her crisis of faith about uh, her split between the technological side and the human side, she plugged herself into the computer of the ARC ship that was heading towards New Texas in order to play out a a moral program or a moral conundrum type program to try to teach her how to better interact with humans. Mm-hmm. And inadvertently, Kevin Keen was in there and he basically was fucking with the subroutines and messing up the entire simulation. And that's where we got the two halves of Void represented as Mother Brain and as um, Alana. Wow. Or the, the princess. Yeah, the princess. Good memory. So, I think that's where we left it. What? Do you, what, what am I right, David? Did I get well, it right? In, in the meantime, we also discovered that Mega Man was this child who had like, who actually mm. knew Mega Man in real life, and had gotten that's right, and had gotten digitized, and that over time, like, sort of lost his memories. And sort of devolved into this mega mega thing. Is he a That's child right. or is he a tiny New Yorker? No, uh, because we, we figured out in Mega Man when everybody was being turned into quote unquote turned into robots by Dr. Wiley, but they really they're just getting brainwashed. When Dr. Light fixed it and put everybody back together, or when Mega Man fixed it to like give everybody back their memories. They were imperfect memories, and he was just sort of grouping families together, oh, and sending right. out the door. And the kid was one of the like weirdly misplaced uh, characters that wound up in like the family unit with like a like a random professor type dude and one of the um, female right. one, one of the lesbian characters that uh, <laughs> Jesus. No, because we determined there was like a, a lesbian couple that was going through the whole sure, cause that's, park originally. That's something we should be determining. We didn't write it. <laughs> Somebody else wrote it. We were just observing it. <laughs> sure. We've not projected anything onto it. Absolutely not. There's nothing wrong with those two sexy, sexy... Yeah, we just look at the text is text sort of uh, literary criticism. So... We determined at that point in time that that kid became Mega Man, but how did he get there? Well, he found out that all of his memories were false, so he like went back to the computer to try to unbrainwash himself, and he ended up ended up getting sucked into the into the virtual land. Oh, okay. In the same way that 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 uh, Kevin Keen did. Kevin so he Keen was okay. So he's kind of like. He knows that he's pretending to be Mega Man. Well, or he's being brainwashed again to fit into this role in this weird 
moral program. Yeah, I, I think he knew at first, but I think he's been there like too long. Oh, yeah. I think like time moves differently inside the simulation. Well, clearly we, we go into one area of the simulation and a week passes. Right. Well, the, the question is then, is are all of the characters represented in video game land different humans that have actually been sucked into the device or humans or, or the Muppet hybrids once the Muppet hybrids or once the animal human hybrids that are called Muppets mm-hmm. come come into fruition is this just like a series of like random people on the ship just sort of disappearing suddenly and nobody knowing where that they're is going, where I was going sucked in the yeah. machine you think every nice. every character is well the main characters mm. main characters so like Belmont Kid Icarus Alana although I, no we said Alana in, in Mother Brain were are both void. Yeah. So, um, I would buy that. That means we need to track down like who these people who were else? in other shows that we know were also on the Ark ship. Yeah. Like, um, like is Miss Piggy King Hippo? Right. Or, uh, or is um, Simon Belmont one of the cops? Ooh, that would make sense. Yeah. Yeah. If he was uh, uh, BP Vess. Yes. Or Sundown? Yeah. Sundown, probably. Probably Sundown. Well, I don't know. Sundown's not... Didn't seem to be quite so cocky. That's true. He's also not that dumb. He's probably Mace. Mace was an idiot. Yeah. The I agree with guy. you, Mace. Yeah, he's definitely Mace. And, and what is Kid Icarus? One of the precursors to the Silverhawks, maybe? Maybe one of the humans... Yeah, like a human, like some sort of proto-human bird, a hybrid. Maybe exactly. Kid Icarus is yeah. where she gets the idea for this, like for Ooh. the Silver Hawks yeah. as a as a human animal hybrid type, a human animal robot hybrid. Yeah. Do you think that uh, Kid Icarus proves to be the most uh, utilitarian member of the group, and she, he's like the, really the linchpin that defeats her, and she becomes uh, obsessed with him? No, he's so pure, you know. Yeah, I think really what happens is as the program starts to wind down, Kevin Keane realizes that his whole world is going to break apart. and He does not know if he's still going to exist once he leaves. So he makes a heel turn later on, <laughs> joins with Mother Brain in an attempt to try to destroy Alana to make a pure robotic void who would then do what she can to try to help him and allow him to stay taken over. Um, However, when Ilana, when the princess and... Can you guys make a uh, spreadsheet about this? (laughs) So I know what the fuck is going on. We're working on it. We're trying to create a timeline. I I have sucked and haven't been putting in the work for it. You're fine. You're fine. I I keep planning to, and I just don't. So... Like, I just distance myself from the yeah. one universe theory because I'm like, holy shit, these guys. You haven't been but <laughs> following this? <laughs> so as as Kevin, or as um, the princess dies, they realize that when she dies, the mother brain actually dies. She's not just going to take over. And as Void starts to slip out of that program, Kid Icarus is the last thing she sees and he's holding her mm. and weeping over her uh, dying corpse and then suddenly, boom, she's back in reality and she's like, ooh, bird yeah. people. Yeah. I like bird people. Yeah, she, he's crying digital tears. Yeah. Or a yeah. tearsicus. 
Except it's raining, so his digital tears get lost in the rain. Mm-hmm. They get lost in the digital rain. Like, like, digital tears and digital rain, my memories will no longer digital exist. Rain. Digital tears is... Digital <laughs> rain. Uh, digital tears is our emo band name. Ooh, I love it. Digital rain. Yeah. Our, our punk emo band. Yeah. Digital <laughs> tears. Digital yes. tears. If any of us could actually play instruments, I would ask us to cover Purple Rain, Mike and Digital Rain. Yeah. Also, when has that stopped anyone who wanted to join a band? Oh, yeah. I'm, <laughs> I'm totally, like, I'm, I'm a drummer. You are. And I play bass, flute, nobody, clarinet, Nobody saxophone, can do a print song credit unless you can shred a six-string in high heels. With fucking sweet glasses on. In a one piece. I could do that. Yep. In like a really fancy tight around the crotch onesie. I think I'm as charismatic as Prince. And then and then steal all y'all's girlfriends. You I think I'm as charismatic as Prince. Fuck you. I I think I am Digital Rain. Digital Rain. I mean Ah, goodness. Okay. Um, is that enough of a one universe theory, or do I need to? I I, I, I love it. I like, and I also like that we left the mystery open of who Kid Icarus actually is. We know yeah, what he inspires, yeah. but who is he? Who is he? Yes. Yeah, it's gonna be Gonzo. You know, it's gonna be Gonzo. He's a Greek guy. <laughs> oh, because, because he wants to be a chicken. Because he wants to be a chicken. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> ah. It's kind of. I love that show. Who wants to be a chicken? (laughs) (laughs) Who wants to be a chicken? What fucking show is that? (laughs) It's the one where they drink all the eggs. (laughs) (laughs) I thought that was called like Rocky Four. Oh, goodness. No, Rocky Four got it from Who Wants to Be a Chicken. Okay, so David, last time we watched watched Captain N, I believe it was just uh, Matthew and I. Do we want to ask uh, Mike and Derek if they would let their darling children watch this TV show? Or should we just leave that as unsaid? No, let's ask. Michael, would you let let the little boy and little girl watch this? To show them (laughs) what the past was like and how we must never repeat it. <laughs> Children, wow. I must sit you down and show you an adult problem. Mm-hmm. <laughs> this, this is Jesus. the cartoons that we grew up with. As yeah. much as I hate Blippy, this must be purged from our history books. I like, I like the, I like the idea that after they watch the episode, they turn to you and you turn to them slowly. Your, your face completely awash in tears, and you're like, the problem is nostalgia. And then I'd suck those tears back up, and then dead-eyed, I'll, I'll be like, I will tell you the story of the landline. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> no, th- you're not going to do that. You're just going to show them the, uh, the movie uh, War Games. <laughs> War Games. This is yeah. what Dad yeah. used no, to the, do. No, the landline with this the extended the cord. Yeah. I li- like that M- Mike is putting this cartoon in the gift shrink. Gift shrink. Yeah. The what? The it's it's a German term for a forbidden library. <laughs> oh, okay. I nice. I thought it was I thought gotcha. that he was like 
acting as a head shrinker for his kids. Yeah, yeah. I would. But just using gifs, yeah. Mm-hmm. Or I guess as the kids call them nowadays, gifs. With their cosplaying, N- and, the, and their memes. N- nobody, mm. nobody calls them gifs except memes. Yeah, so yeah, this is the forbidden knowledge. This is Mike. Mike is like on your thirteenth birthday, child. I must show you the things you must not repeat. Mm-hmm. You're gonna, you're gonna watch this and read something from uh, Oliver Crowley. Observe this, Alistair, Alistair Crowley. Sorry, Alistair Crowley. Yeah. yeah. All right, Derek, would you let uh, young boy or young girl? Probably not. Yeah. Like, I think I think the, the show was trash. Like, if I wanted to teach my child about, like, the classic Nintendo heroes and Nintendo stories or whatever, I would, I would introduce them to Nintendo yeah. games. Yeah, play know, the games. I'd, I'd let them play Kid Icarus. I'd let them play Zelda. I'd let them play, you know, Mega Man, whatever. I would definitely not say, hey, watch this TV show, and they'd be like, what the fuck is this? Mm. I hope I hope a four-year-old doesn't tell me what the fuck is this, but I don't <laughs> if know. they did, I'd go, that's the proper yeah. use of what the fuck, yeah. so I'll let it yeah. slide. Like, Kids that swear are always so cute. Yeah, they're adorable until they're four. Yeah. <laughs> and then it's threatening. <laughs> but no, like we... we you specifically, but like we in general as a species have the Raspberry Pi now. Like we have the means to like emulate <laughs> oh, yeah. all of these games in one spot. So it's good. these games are going to live on, so kids can't play them. Gandhi is holding it on a on a pedestal in in uh, <laughs> yeah. in, in Civ Seven in civilization. Yeah, yeah, in Civ Seven, I, he's holding the Raspberry Pi. Yeah, as he nukes the the country <laughs> next door. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Never shall you know the wonders of this delicious pie. You actually don't even need a Raspberry Pi. You can um, just get yeah, a, just just get an emulator on your your computer. computer. Yeah, yeah. That's how. That's usually or, how I play games. Actually, you can build this for for the audience. And play it on your TV. Derek has been singing <laughs> and making his Raspberry Pi float around the room. Derek yeah. has had five drinks right now, and we are at drink maximum. Nice, nice. Raspberry Pi. Derek, you're the master of visual work in this podcast. Yeah, yeah. Yes, nice. I, w- it's I wish all you all could see it, but sadly, yeah, it's beautiful. It's beautiful. It's beautiful. Like it's it's a circuit board with uh, a bunch of pieces of Lexan and then a purple piece on either side. <laughs> <laughs> it, it makes it makes me weep with joy mm. and satisfaction. It's super great, David. What is our next section? We want cartoons twenty six hours a day. Hey, well, now we're going to roll for what what episode we're going to watch. <laughs> for the first time ever on this particular show. Mm, it's my favorite I part love of the episode. This bit, Damon. It's my favorite part, too. David, roll. What did we roll? <laughs> roll something that's not fucking ridiculous. Roll like a 144. Or uh, actually, roll a 229. Two? 229. Come on. Oh, one. <laughs> 201. So that gets us to 203. 201. Okay. Hammerman. Yes! <laughs> it's going to be garbage. I, Jesus. I am oh, act- is, is this, this the is MC this Hammer? MC yes, Hammer I think so. Oh, fuck yes. Oh. 
This is gonna be amazing. Oh, son of a, okay, are we gonna be able to find this anywhere, David? And finally, we our, don't have this. Our <laughs> cheating and shirking has been rewarded. That's a problem. We're gonna have to go into the dark David. web. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. I like future David. He's very resourceful. Yeah. Okay. Not, so who? It's not a complete is, bastard like past David. Always <laughs> screwing me over. <laughs> uh, what episode are we doing? Yeah, what episode are we doing? See, it's maybe... 13 episodes. 13? Yeah. Spread out over five <laughs> seasons, I'm sure. <laughs> 13 episodes seven. spread out over six weeks. Episode 7. Right. Smack dab in the middle. Episode Perfect. 7. I love how you guys can find it. Like that's amazing. And who is going to be summarizing this? Not oh, me. Okay. Probably me. Adams, Matt. Oh, damn! It's gonna be Mike. <laughs> oh boy! Honestly, I feel like it's perfect to have Mike actually run this one. Hey, Mike. Hey guys, what are we doing? Uh, you're gonna. You're... <laughs> hey, Mike. It's hammer time. <laughs> it's hammer time. Hey, you hammer are time, going to summarize the MC Hammer episode. Hammer. So hammer to man. do this. I really, really want you to do two things. One, find a pair of hammer pants. And then two, learn the hammer dance. Oh, I know the hammer dance. I specialized that. Uh, that that was I was number one in the, my, my state um, for the hammer dance um, back when I was uh, having this one dream. <laughs> uh, but that's not a dream. We're just going to... I'm going to go full inception on it. Going on to IMDb. Looking up episode 7 of Hammerman, we get the title dropping out in the synopsis of Be the First One to Add a Plot. <laughs> oh boy. <laughs> this is going to be some. This is hey, be some I mean, we shit. could be. We could be, we yeah, could be writing Mike. it as we, uh, as we uh, watch it. Yeah. Yeah, well, I'm just glad one of the re requirements isn't uh, watch the episode ahead of time. So I think I could. Uh, live up to these expectations that you guys have set. Mm -hmm. All right, so by popular demand by the people on this podcast, <laughs> we're adding a new segment well, yeah. to the show. Oh, oh, what are we adding? This is a uh, horse trading, Sumerian redemption. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. Okay, so uh, ladies and gentlemen, we that... have been doing this off camera for quite some time. We've decided to incorporate it into the show now because it adds an extra gamification piece and also a lot of um animosity between us because everybody keeps unvoting my fucking votes. <laughs> Not everybody. You bastards. Not everybody, just me. <laughs> no. David did too. Oh, that was justified. <laughs> Yeah, I feel like I it, did it because uh, it was funny. It made sense. All right. So, so the premise is here, uh, ladies and gentlemen, that when a Sumerian uh, summarizes a show, uh, they then on a future episode get the option to either add in a new cartoon to our sacred list or remove a cartoon from the sacred list. And, and I'm it looks a... like this week we're up to Matt. Ooh, I... Matt's the good Sumerian. Jesus, we got to get our shit together. Okay, Hold on. Let's right? let's start over. Matt. <laughs> what are you going to do with your Sumerian powers? Uh, 
You know, I am going to delete... Um... Invader Zim, right? You son of a bitch. <laughs> you take away the only thing I love. <laughs> you bastard. Uh, well, now that you mention it... <laughs> <laughs> um... No, I will do what David thought we should do, and I'm gonna get rid of a Spider-Man. But Which what? Is- what? We only have seven. <laughs> what are you doing? <laughs> Just don't get rid of the Gigantor. That's Gigantor. I think I'm going to get rid of Spider-Man 1994, the good series. What? <laughs> Fucking best. <laughs> God damn it. It's like the only good Spider-Man. You're getting rid of the only good Spider-Man. Uh, I'm going to put it on the wait list, gentlemen. I love how you tr- are just using this to punish us. <laughs> oh a just... pleasure doing business with you fuckholes. This, this is really just you just saying over and over again, we do not deserve good things. Yeah, we do right. not deserve good things. I'm teaching you a lesson. Oh my God. God damn it. <laughs> Do you know what the best part (laughs) of hanging out with you idiots is? And thank you so much for bringing it into your circle of friends. Is you guys are the biggest group of dickheads to each other I've ever met. Ever. In my entire life. Like, David implements this rule like, hey, we can get rid of stuff because we want to get rid of, like, some kind of trash cartoons or whatever. What do you guys do? The <laughs> logical thing. I'm gonna yeah. torpedo here's, here's the good one. Really cool. Let's get rid of it. <laughs> yeah. it I'm gonna torpedo it. the good Son cartoons that y'all motherfuckers remember. <laughs> Fuck you guys. So now we're watching shit. Yes, I you know rem- I've seen it. I want to see some new garbage. <laughs> it, it reminds me of like when you're playing board games with like, and you do purposeful mm-hmm. shit and like you, that. And you flip the board, or, <laughs> not, not only, like not that like, but you buy park place when the other person has boardwalk just so that they can never fucking have that oh, hotel. Yeah. yeah, that's called yeah. good play. And then you don't. Ne- <laughs> You don't negotiate shit. You don't negotiate with terrorists. You you stonewall them. Um, So you're stonewalling. It's the the kind of shit you do to when you're playing board games with your small sibling. (laughs) Right? Or your your children. (laughs) All right, David, take us home. Fuck you, children. I've been taking all the hotels. Well, just so that we can catch up, uh, Derek, why don't you make a change to the list? Whoa. Oh, shit. Oh. Yeah. Do it, do it. You know you want to. (laughs) Put Spider-Man back Uh, on the list. (laughs) (laughs) Do it. No. Do it. Join the dark side. Hold on. on. Maybe maybe we should go through this real quick. Um, So so far what we have is, because we we did this off camera, Matt added She-Ra. I added Invader Zim. I added Rugrats. Matt removed Rugrats. For good reason. I add, I added Ed, Ed, and Eddie. Mike added Street Fighter. David removed Ed, Ed, and Eddie. Good. And and Matt just removed the one good Spider-Man, <laughs> Spider-Man 1994. So that's where we're at right uh, now. The one, Derek, what do you think? What I do you got do? one Spider-Man. You know what? I would like to remove Spider-Man 2017. Ooh. Ah, oh, okay. That... 
That seems like a logical yep. move because it's like the one. And that we have the, the, the reason that I would like to remove it is because I never watched it. But that's why you went. That's why we want to watch it. Wait, did it even come out? No, I want. I want to at least like give a nostalgia like look back at it. I mean, one of the segments is will I will I let my unborn child eventually watch this? But you, so you want to eliminate because you haven't watched it? No, I want to eliminate it because I watched it as a oh, child, oh, oh. or I did not watch this as a child. Like going back to the whole like Captain N thing, I remember watching at least that out, that opening scene as a kid. Would I watch my kid let like watch that? No, it was terrible. It was fucking awful. So yeah, David, uh, line one thirty nine, delete right. Spider Man twenty. Well, no, we're we're moving it down to the wait list. Oh yeah, the wait list or whatever. Next time on Amazingly Terrible, we have the new adventures of Gigantor, and on a future episode of Amazingly Terrible, we have Hammerman. Yeah. Uh, Adam, Stop. Who have you been uh, Hammer Time. Oh, okay, sorry. I have been. Um. Liam Neeson's left hand. Mm. Uh, for Amazingly Terrible, I've been petulant and slightly high. Ooh. That's kind for of nice Amazingly Terrible, I've been isolated on an island. <laughs> for Amazingly Terrible, I've been having technical difficulties. <laughs> for Amazingly Terrible, I have one hand in my pocket and the others on my light blaster. <laughs> <laughs> Penis. You've got one hand in your pocket and the other hand's on your All light right. blaster. Um, All right. Is that no. a lot of set? Yeah. Yep, a lot of uh, It is. A jagged little pill. Jagged little pill. Amazingly Terrible is produced by David Marks. Send your emails to monotonouslyterrific at amazinglyterrible.com. Music by Josh Woodward. Okay, tell me what is on index Ooh. 37. Oh, boy. This is, hold on, hold on, hold on. This hold is the on, exciting hold on. part. This is, this is my favorite part. Okay. Derek, <laughs> Derek right, you want to say it out? You, you want to shout it out? Uh, hold on, index 37. Wait, are we going up or down? Or the next highest. Hold on, you, you guys are ahead of me. Is, is it DuckTales again? Theory. What's going on? What? Uh, <laughs> well, I lost you. Derek? What is it? What is it, Derek? Come on, tell me. Derek? <laughs> you got this. Is it Batman Beyond? No, it's... Nope. Well, we have highlight. Battleship Yamato! <laughs> Battleship Yamato! Oh, Jesus. It's not quite a yes. repeat, but it is a repeat. What is wrong <laughs> with your rolling system, David? What? David, I think you're. At, hold on. Wait, wait, wait. That, no. I, I honestly don't know why we have Battleship Yamato and Star Blazers on both on here. No, I don't but, either. But we, it's it's here. Ah, it's because we deserve it. It it, it passed your uh, passed your uh, first scrutiny of the index. Maybe we need to go through you know and edit what? this a little no. bit. No, I'm, I'm actually the, the I'm going to hold on. 
I'm going to wield the scepter of birthday. <laughs> the scepter. And I'm going to have scepter David re-roll. <laughs> yeah, my birthday. No, I don't like this. Uh, I, I don't appreciate this cheating. <laughs> it's not Your cheating. Your birthday was like a week and a half ago. Mm-hmm. Honestly, we're closer to my Shut birthday. Shut the fuck up. Yeah, we're closer to Matt's birthday. <laughs> Shut the fuck up. You know what? Up. For my birthday, I'd like whatever counteracts your birthday wish. So for Matt's birthday, we're going to watch Battleship Yamato. <laughs> no, it's fine. If we want to reroll, that's fine. I don't really want to watch Battleship Yamato. I, I kind of like the idea of us doing it again. I know it might be a little bit tedious, but it also allows us to maintain the... Like you said, the list is sacrosanct. Yeah. We're maintaining the rolls. Because every time we've we've maintained the rolls so far, even when we've been rolling weird random shit. Yeah, Battleship Remodel was not a cartoon over here. Yeah, it was an anime. Yeah. All right, let me propose this then. If we vote Battleship Yamato off, then we vote Star Blazers off simultaneously. No. No, I'm not agreeing to that. Bullshit. Yeah. No. Yeah. Wow. No. Are you crazy? Oh my. What? No. <laughs> Sugar. God damn it! Sugar. Why are my friends are you fucking nerds? All right. <laughs> fine, David. Tell us who's doing this. Yeah, no, David. What do you want to do? You, you're the, you're the no, you tell us what no, you're doing. No, I'm. So, no, this is this is the same as Star Blazers. So. So we're we're rerolling. No, I said we get rid of it and do Beetlejuice. <laughs> oh, okay. Just uh, go the next no, time. no, bad. that's that's Commissioner okay. Gate. You don't get to choose if we're going to re-roll. I don't know. I, I, Beetlejuice, I'm sure it's really bad. I'm sure it is. Uh, nope. If we if we wave, we got to re-roll. I'm fine. I like those rolls. You don't want to do Beetlejuice? <laughs> I mean, I do want to. I would like to do Beetlejuice, but if we end up in this situation again... You don't want to always go to the next. You just got to. I don't want to do Beetlejuice. I want to fuck Michael Keaton. <laughs> <laughs> I like okay. to be Batman. Um, oh, hold on, hold on. What did you do, David? I deleted a row. <gasps> I was just gonna delete all the cells in front of the random index and then move everything up. But I okay, I can't believe it. I, I. Oh, the the random index is just it's just a. Uh, Division of three. You guys, so. I, you guys are the most Republican. You're ruining our nation. <laughs> How dare you? Yeah. Fucking roll. I see that my voting, I'm my ruining voting our rights lives. count for nothing. <laughs> All right. That's exactly. right. Uh, All right. Let's re-roll. We're re-rolling. What we got? Yep. Okay, so now I'm going to roll for the first time for the, for the show that's going to happen in the future. Excellent, David. This is my favorite part of the show. That's we amazing, David. You're the yes. best roller okay. ever. Fantastic. This is enjoyable, <laughs> and I'm sure won't end horribly for us. Okay, what is index 204? Yeah. Yeah, that's the big titty index. <laughs> God damn it, man. Wheeze, 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 wheeze. What the fuck? Please, 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 please. You sound like God. I don't uh, know. This is sweet so funny. fucking Jesus. Deadly. <laughs> yes. Like like the dog. Yeah. Muttley. 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 That's the one. Muttley. Yeah. I am just so, sitting here 
just for clarity's sake, everybody. Yeah. We landed on He Man <laughs> again. <I> imagine. <laughs> okay, throw out your dice. Seriously, David. <laughs> what? He's not using dice. He's, he's using Wizards of the Coast. What? He's using their, their dice roller. I guess he's... that makes sense. They do love to um, parade out their greatest hits over and over again. <laughs> David, are you Wizards actually super rolling I just altered the list and redid all of the indexes. So we have a, we have well, a choice, gentlemen. Just loving going. I'm I'm well, in Google Maps. Well, at least we're not doing Beetlejuice. Yeah. At least we're not doing Beetlejuice. Something new. So here's yeah. Uh, yeah. so here's the thing: is He Man? You know what? We voted to keep. You know what? Mm-hmm. He Man is technically already on the list. <laughs> oh, that's true. Because we're doing the Christmas you, special. That's you right. fucking weasels! Yeah. You goddamn that cowardly weasels! <laughs> <Dave, laughs> it. David, re-roll it. Hey, hey, ask me what the next what the, what the next what's the next uh, thing in the podcast is. What's the next thing in the podcast is? Hey, well now we're going to roll for what what episode we're going to watch next. I am debating whether or not to um, make your shenanigans kosher and say that I want to eliminate Battleship Yamato. Ooh, that would be. An interesting retcon. Or just allow you to fucking degenerates <laughs> to defile our sacred, sacred podcast and actually exercise my uh, my powers. Let me go look at what I could add. Yeah, look at what you could add. And also remember the things that you can take off as well. I, I, I heavily suggest removing the number of Spidermans we have. Because we do Never. still have like seven of oh, them, right? Yeah. Eventually, the list will be only Spider-Mans. Mm. So we have we got Neon Genesis Evangelion. <laughs> what was that again? Evangelion. So we have seven Spiders Man and one Spider Woman. <laughs> Spiders Man. Yeah. Spiders Man. Yeah. yeah. Well, they're running a train. How did that become the, the running Wait. joke for this episode? <laughs> <laughs> Bubblegum Crisis. Why, why is Gigantor at the bottom? The critic. Are we supposed to be doing Gigantor? Why is why is that off the list? Uh, that's the original one. Yeah, I we're, we're, we're watching. No, we're ones. watching a uh, remake. Oh, the new adventures of Gigantor. Okay, that's right. That's right. Mm. We're looking at the 1980-1981 version. Yeah. <sighs> There's so much garbage in here. There's a lot of garbage in there. Um. There's a lot of good things, too. Futurama's not on the list. No, we don't deserve good things. Yeah, hey. that's the whole point of this epi- uh, these episodes, is we're yeah. not Mike getting didn't to I, it. Didn't I add Invader Zim to the list already? I thought I, thought I added that on. No, it's in the wait list. No, I did. Second episode, for my, for my brief star summation, I added Invader Zim, and it's the only thing you guys let me keep. Guys... We- we allowed ourselves to have ducktails because every once in a while we do deserve nice things. No, too. you're right. Invader Zim is on the list. Okay. After all the bullshit we put up with, every once in a while we get a good episode. But it's not the the plan to indulge ourselves with all these good episodes. It's such it's it's weird how much a crazy different experience it is to watch that cartoon compared to this cartoon. Uh, you mean DuckTales versus Captain in the Game Master? There's a very big yeah. dichotomy, or yeah. wide, yeah. 
it's inter- it's interesting like how it's so clearly a quality product yeah um all right gentlemen i am going to uh, bring bring over in honor of uh Ooh. the episode that i reviewed last widget the world watcher i'm going to bring over saber rider and the star sheriffs what the fuck is that uh, made by the people who uh, created Voltron. Saber Rider and the Star Sheriffs. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And is is it is it the same thing as Voltron? Is it the uh, they cut and chopped a bunch of animes together to make a? I think they just used one anime, thing. but they definitely like rewrote it. I believe. Okay. Interesting. There we go. Any any objections? Nope. Shut the fuck would up! It, I got all the. I matter? got the power. Is that already is on the list? Does it matter? Yeah. <laughs> Wait, is that already on the list? What'd you guys? I cut? think I moved it from the wait list in. Oh, you moved it up already? Oh, Saber Rider and the Star Sheriffs. Yeah. No, because the one on the list is in all caps. Oh, it's already on the list. Looks like it's already on the list because it already on, has an index. It's on too, the list so. and it's on the wait list. Too. All right, yeah. just deleting, like Invaders in. Just I, like Invaders I'm in. deleting it from Jesus, the list. Jesus, we got to get our shit together. Okay, hold on. Let's let's start over.